The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to the Pat Gray Unleashed program on the Blaze Radio Network. Happy Friday without Pat Gray. Uh, Pat's still under the weather a little bit. I uh, communicated with him last night for a little bit, and he even in uh, the letters on the email page didn't look good. <laughs> they <laughs> they kind of made you they, ill. They, they were, they were typed it. sick, yeah. Mm. So, uh, you know, he'll, he'll be back. He'll be back on Monday, no problem. He's going to take the take the weekend to uh, recover from the plague. I know I saw a story hmm. um, yesterday that talked about um, people sh- maybe shouldn't get the flu shot. Uh, there were doctors saying that uh, many of the people who were ill and ended up uh, dead uh, had taken the flu shot. So maybe it's a thought about the flu shot no. itself. Now, I, I don't know that. Look. You took the flu shot. The people who passed away from the flu mm-hmm. may have been, you know, they were predisposed to be extra ill when they got the flu anyway. So it could be just a coincidence mm. that they got the flu shot as well. Just saying. Uh, yeah, as a matter of fact, in answer to your query, mm-hmm. uh, I did. Okay. Well, good. I mean. So if, the, if, the, if, if I drop. <laughs> just add me to the list of you know he had the flu shot too. I, mean, I think I think in your case that kind of falls into the category of too little, too late. I yeah, mean, there's just so much going on inside of you that I don't know that you know one vaccine is going to do the couldn't trick. Be the, couldn't be the flu shot. That's why I figured I'd take it just to add to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it can't hurt. And of course, you waited till after you got the flu to get the flu. No, shot. no, 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 no. I didn't. No, that's have, not no. what happened. No. Oh, tell us. No, I don't have the flu. We never have had the oh, flu. Oh, really? I thought that's when you were out last week, like a day or something. Remember, you took a day off. I, yeah, I was. I was sick. And I think I you sick. told us I was that sick. you. I have the plague. Had I the, the flu. No, I believe the plague was used. I never say the flu. I will call it the plague. How was the golf because course? Because the plague hmm? encompasses oh, all illnesses. All the stuff going on in you. <laughs> I never said I had the flu. No. Okay. That shows you the level of concern I had at the I time. Know. That I don't even remember does. why he was ill. It very much does. Eat another carrot. <sighs> keep you healthy. Eat another carrot. I disappeared yesterday on screen. I went back and watched that. You couldn't even see me. Eat a carrot. You brought a whole bag. You know, better yet? Better yet? Why don't you have some Brussels sprouts? Oh, I hate Brussels. Have you seen the... You, I've got I've to send this picture to, uh, to TV. And um, you have to have eat you? your vegetables... If you want your cake jar back. Okay? Here, I got your fork. The cake jar from yesterday? Yep. So you That's eat your vegetables, great. then you can have your dessert. You have got, have you ever seen a, like a Brussels sprout? Now you've just, I've, I've got a couple things. Look, first of all, thank, <laughs> welcome to the broadcast. Uh, the Pat Gray on least broadcast. And, uh, you know, Jeff Fisher filling in for Pat today. Um, and he's out sick. So say a prayer for him and he'll be back on Monday. <laughs> say a prayer for the show. All that kind of thing. Whatever you're going to do. But I was at the grocery store not long ago. And they had this tree or this stem of Brussels sprout thing that I had never seen before. I had never seen this tree stem of Brussels sprouts. It was the weirdest looking thing. Don't look at every picture that I'm, that, 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 
on this screen here. Keith, yeah, but yeah, go I'm not going to look over your shoulder. Go through these pictures and find the. Oh no! Wait, wait a minute! The, I've just uh, been given a task. I'm gonna. My eyes are gonna start bleeding if I have to oh, look at pictures this. on it's your it's phone. It's in here. All right, let's go. Gosh darn it! Set it here. Tell us about what's going on in the world. Uh, I'll look a, through there. Where the heck is it? Hmm. I'll find it. But okay. I want to know what it is. I want to know what it is because I've never seen it before. Okay. And it's these god-awful Brussels sprouts. On a tree. God-awful Brussels sprouts. I mean, do, are you someone who enjoys You look like a person who would say, I was raised on Brussels sprouts. I love them. I, I didn't. I've never really hated them. But uh, Carrie really sautés them nicely. And uh, I go, I they turn out to be I, incredible. I just, you would never know they were bad. Brussels sprouts. Right. Because when I, uh, the Brussels sprouts are almost like mini, uh, and somebody's going to say, no, they're not. They're the same thing. But when I was growing up uh, in Michigan, they had the rutabagas. Hmm. The rutabagas are like softball size. Okay. Man, those things are hard, but you take you got to cut them up and boil them. And I don't even know why anybody ever said, you know, you could take those and boil those and soften them up and eat them. But they did. They did. And now they do. Just like nasty Brussels sprouts. <laughs> Oof, nasty. Yeah. All right. So as I'm sitting here uh, thinking about it's Friday. Uh, stack of stuff Friday. I mean, I've got more stories than we know what to do with. I'm going to get mm-hmm. you through the weekend with the stories as I start plowing through this stack. You'll be able to stand next door and talk to your neighbor, and when he brings up a story, you'll go, oh, yeah, yeah, I heard that, and uh, I disagree. And Or you can, hey, I heard that, and I agree. And you and the neighbor can have a nice little chat. You can do that. I Maybe mean, at the Home Depot, stand in line at Home Depot. Mm. Somebody says, hey, you go, yeah, I heard that. I heard that on, uh, on the Blaze Radio Network with Jeff Fisher. That's where we're going to put you in this weekend, okay? I know. You're welcome. But as I'm sitting here looking at that, I'm looking at a story which we haven't really mentioned because it's been, it's one of those stories that's hard to talk about, but we really have to. The 13 siblings taken from a California home this this week where the parents uh, allowed them to eat one rationed meal a day and shower once a year. Uh, The parents... David Allen Turpin and Louise Ann Turpin were charged 12 counts of torture. Uh, David was also charged with a lewd act on a child by force or fear of duress. The children were beaten, choked, chained to their beds at their residence in Paris, California. All of this, you know, abuse, uh, just horrific. All these charges also stem from uh, just their time in Riverside, California. Uh, you know, bail is set at $12 million. They uh, could, with all the charges, if they found guilty, they could go to uh, prison for 94 years. This is a story that makes me want Town Square back so that you could take this couple and hang them by their toenails in Town Square. And just let people walk by and throw rocks at them. And if it looks like if it looks like they're struggling for life, give them a blood transfusion so they can hang there a little bit longer, and just throw some more rocks at them. And I just, I can't, I can't tell you how much I hate stories like this. And whatever happens to this couple is not enough. Is not enough. I mean, we just have to hope that uh, where they go. Uh, will be enough, uh, either while they're still alive or after they after they die. Uh, wherever they go, there uh, they will be severely judged. Because you just cannot cannot do that to children. 
and it breaks my heart. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. You can tweet us uh, at Pat Unleashed or at Jeffy MRA. Hashtag uh, tell Pat. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, Las Vegas. Uh, we've been uh, hot and heavy on the Las Vegas uh, scene uh, the past couple weeks because uh, they haven't had any press conferences. Well, we found out yesterday uh, at the 109-day mark since the last press conference, uh, on, the, on the shooting, they said they're going to hold a briefing today uh, at 10 a.m. Pacific. So that's uh, noon our time. So hopefully we'll try to carry a little bit of that if we can get it. If we can't, you know, we'll tell you exactly what they said. Uh, I talked to uh, Craig Fegner um, last night, and he was uh, uh, all wound up uh, about this case. We also had uh, a U.S. congressman, a U.S. congressman on national television, on Tucker Carlson, uh, admit something and we, do we have that yeah uh, let's see do we have the video clip uh of tucker carlson on the tucker carlson show do we have that yes or no because if not i'll talk about it but i'd rather see the video clip if we don't i'm not seeing it on here okay uh u.s congressman uh, representative scott perry told tucker carlson on fox news he had evidence and reason to believe isis terrorists infiltrated the u.s southern border and participated in the las vegas shooting amazing Amazing. Now they had, they had, they admitted it. I mean, they, now look, we know that they take, uh, you know, they take credit for many things, but they took credit for this multiple times, and uh, so it's kind of strange that it's coming out now, and especially since we got news uh, earlier in the week that they were going to, they needed to go behind closed doors, and uh, to, with the judge, and uh, talk about uh, some things that are sealed. And they still need to, you know, they obviously want them to remain sealed. And uh, there were more charges pending, but they didn't say to whom. Hmm. Uh, Fascinating. Uh, Fascinating and another horrific story. You know, 58 people killed. Um, I know that uh, Stephen Paddock, he's been cremated. Cremated. We have not seen the, uh, we have not seen the autopsy report. But he has been cremated now. Uh, his remains given to his brother Eric. Amazing. Uh, at least that's you know that's what's being uh, reported. I love the uh, I love the sign the line from the Clark, Clark County uh, Nevada coroner. Well, um, due to security concerns, we felt it was important to deliver the remains in a secure manner. Really, that's not a nice idea. That's nice of you. Do you care that? I hope you care that much about everyone. Las Vegas corner. I hope you care that much about everyone. So, we'll hopefully, we'll talk to Craig. Uh, we've got, uh, I was looking through, uh, you know, my Facebook feed last night, and I see where uh, my good friend, Ted Webb, uh, is retiring from radio. Now, I'm a firm believer you don't retire from radio, but. Some people, you know, have attempted it, and we'll see. And Ted is apparently going to attempt it. This next week is his last week on the radio. Uh, amazing. We're talking to him uh, at the bottom of the hour. I'm, I'm, uh, I worked with him for a number of years in Tampa. He's worked at the news talk station, uh, 970 WFLA, for 24 years. He's done this show for 24 years, almost 25. Uh, worked uh, in radio for 50-some years. Uh, and now he's uh, he's giving it up, throwing in the towel uh, because t- health reasons. 
You could do this <laughs> health reasons. Who doesn't have health reasons? <laughs> yeah. Come on. We could all retire for health reasons. That's why we're in this business. <laughs> so yeah, anyway. But the thing is, we got into this business so that we wouldn't have to be on camera, but yet oh, but here it. we are. Those days are, those days are <laughs> long gone, my friend. The days of uh, going to work not concerned about uh, <laughs> anything but just talking into the microphone and be, be creating a good show on the air, uh, broadcasting through that little radio microphone in people's cars. Long gone, and that's. I mean, that's. It, you, we can all wish for it to come back, but it ain't coming back. And it's you know, I know it's sad. It's okay, Keith. It's okay. I know. I have to tuck my shirt in now. I can't take it. I know it, the days. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> shorts. But let's be honest. Shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, that was I, that was my life for years. Well, let's man. be honest. There's not too many guys in this building that uh, uh, are taking uh, personal grooming to heart. Uh, we just kind of show up anyhow, regardless of if the cameras are here. It has not gone unnoticed. Just so we're just so we're clear about that. <laughs> Believe me, you are not. You are not the only one that says notice mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Oh, and and I mean, Armageddon is close. Is it now? Armageddon is Again? close. Yes. Really? I mean, we are shutting down the government soon. Okay. Uh, the horror Promises, is promise. going to happen uh, and could possibly happen today. Right? I mean, we have uh, how many hours? 13 hours, 12 hours before the uh, before yeah. the before before we uh, implode? 12 hours and 34 minutes. Thank you. 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40. <laughs> something like that? 40, public school math. I'm sorry. I'm guilty. <laughs> like 44 minutes? Something like that? Yeah, something, yeah, something like that. Round off. Uh, the round off take the five. Uh, anyway. Uh, if that happens, I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know if we'll be able to survive the weekend. Uh, will the Las Vegas briefing today matter because the government will be shut down? Uh, our president did not go to the White House South uh, this weekend. He's staying in D.C. Or at least, you know, maybe maybe he said he's going to stay in D.C. If they don't, if they get the you know the deal done before say three. Don says, ah, we got the deal. I'm, I, I'm still going to Florida. And he shoots down to Mar-a-Lago. And guaranteed that's going to happen. Yeah. Guaranteed they do the deal. That's so funny because that's what's going to happen. I'm not going to go to Florida this weekend. We're going to get this deal done. Deal's done. All right, let's go to Florida. See ya. All right, let's go to Florida. So, uh, but that is, of course, if we get the deal. Because uh, if we don't get the deal, the government is shutting down. I don't know if you understand that. Shutting down. Down. So the interstates are going to be closed. Every no, they'll be fine. Okay. How about the airports? Uh, Will the, they be open? The government is shutting down. Oh, okay. No, the airports are fine. Oh, okay. But well, FAA, the government is worried, shutting you know, down. National Transportation Safety Board. And- no, I mean, look, hmm? there. The government is shutting down, Keith. I don't know if you understand what right. I'm saying to you. Okay. So that means that uh, nothing will change in our lives. The government is shutting down, Keith. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying to you. Oh, they're shutting down. So I need to go and stock up on food now. I'm every no, you're fine because the stores will still be open. Yes, they're fine. There'll still be deliveries, and the 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 ports will still be open, and they'll be still, you know, offloading food into the trucks and delivering them, you know, across the country. Hold on, does the sun come up tomorrow? If it, I mean, it's supposed to fix, but if it doesn't get fixed, it might not. Because the government runs everything. It does, but. The sun, I would say, is an essential part of our life, right? 
Um, I'd say it's pretty important. It's yeah. probably near the yeah. top of the this list. Is, right. yeah, this okay, is an essential sure. part of our life. So when the government shuts down, okay. it's non-essential that actually closes the doors. So all non-essential government employees go home. Now, they still are going to get paid. Uh, maybe not like if they if the door closes and then the deal isn't done for, say, a couple of days. Sure. Uh, these non-essential employees non-essential. still have a job. Okay. And they would just get retroactive. So the definition pay. for non-essential is not absolutely necessary. So why the hell do they have a job to begin with? Whoa, 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 hmm? whoa. What are you saying? I'm saying non-essential I'm you, means uh, not absolutely necessary. Oh, yeah, but they, but they are because they, they work for the government. So, I mean, they're, they're, look, a classification doesn't make things so. It's just a classification. Right? I mean, if you, you could still be essential mm. by being non essential, mm. but today you're non essential, so you're out, right? Oh my goodness, I am so confused. I am so confused I, and you as well. The math was going to get oh, me trouble. Man, this is absolutely agonizing. Just know that uh, actually it might not be a bad thing for the whole damn place to shut down for a little while. Just, just shut her down. Uh, you know that uh, Donald Trump has already backed him up against the wall. He's There's no way he loses this, right? There's no way Trump loses this deal. Um, he'll get what he wants. He'll make the Democrats a little happy with some kind of uh, some kind of immigration deal. I mean, we do have to do something there. But, you know, they'll give him a wall. And uh, I, I thought it was rather funny. I heard uh, Bill O'Reilly say uh, as he was talking to uh, Glenn Beck today, as he does every Friday on the Glenn Beck Radio Program, Hour 2, here on the Blaze Radio Network, uh, that uh, Trump would be happy with the lean-to now. I mean, he just wants to give him something, and he'll take it. And that's a fact. Uh, just give him something. Just tell Don, we got it. It's all yours. No problem. Here you go. It's a lean-to. Oh. And Mexico's will end up paying for it. Uh, look, let me show you the paperwork. Oh, okay. Signed. <laughs> We got the deal done. Good. We're all set. You happy now? So uh, now you're trying to tell me, Keith, that you're not concerned about the government shutting down because it's non-essential employees. So I should not be concerned about Armageddon happening in 12 hours and 38 minutes. Right. Again, the definition for non-essential is not absolutely necessary. I can explain it to you during the break. I know, but they've, no. they're not going to be able to show up for work. And yeah. Not. Yeah. We're going to be okay. It's going to be okay. It's happened before. How many times has it happened before? Many. How many times has it happened before? Uh, let's see. Has it happened? Because I, I was thinking that if we've shut it down uh, for more than, have we shut it down for more than two weeks? I don't think it's been more than two weeks, right? Because they remember they showed the it's been there for a little while where they had the uh, military veterans that couldn't go to the wall, couldn't see the Vietnam Wall or the World War II wall during the one shutdown mm-hmm. a few years ago that brought everybody cackling and saying that it was how horrible the shutdown was. I can't remember when, how long that that lasted, but which and they were wrong to begin with. That should have actually been open. So the whole thing was a hoax. I mean, I'm okay with just shutting it down. 18 times, the longest was 21 days. Wow, see, th- that, that's three weeks. And was that the 21 days 
That was in Clinton. Remember that uh, Newt Gingrich was playing yes. December '95. But we've got some. Uh, we've got some uh, other audio that we'll play for you today that uh, has shows just the. And I don't know that you. I mean, you already know it. You already know that the the people on the left don't care that they said things eighteen thousand times differently before. No, they don't care. What they care about is what they're saying now. Be damned what I believed in before, because I really didn't believe it to begin with, so it doesn't really matter what I'm telling you. I only believe what I'm telling you at this point in time. I don't really have anything that I actually believe in. But uh, and they're using, you'll hear Chuck Schumer uh, tell you what, uh, what they could do in the future, and that's exactly what they're doing. This is Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. You know, Cosmo, HurtsKids.com, is on a mission. Cosmo Hurts Kid founder is Miss Victoria Hurst. Victoria's family's company, the Hurst Corporation, uh, is the publisher of Cosmopolitan Magazine, known as Cosmo. You know that, Mag. Uh, now, Victoria believes that Cosmo contains pornography that is harmful to your children. The Cosmo Hurts Kids campaign, not trying to censor the magazine, put them out of business, which makes this uh, a special campaign. Miss Hurst's goal is to have states' material harmful to minor laws applied. To Cosmopolitan Magazine. The material harmful to minor laws applied to Cosmopolitan Magazine. So it can't be sold to anyone under the age of 18. Now, if you'd like to learn more about Cosmo Hurts Kids campaign, visit CosmoHurtsKids.com. Miss Victoria Hurst believes free speech, not trying to censor or put Cosmopolitan Magazine out of business at all. She believes that we all need to take a stand against pornography being sold to anyone under the age of 18. So visit CosmoHurtsKids.com. CosmoHurtsKids.com. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray is here. 888-900-3393 is the phone number if you'd like to participate in the broadcast today. Happy Friday. Yay. Happy Friday. So, uh, or you can tweet us uh, at Pat Unleashed, at Jeffy MRA, hashtag uh, tell Pat. Uh, authorities uh, say that at least seven people who claim to be working for a TV network were arrested at New Jersey airport after they tried to film themselves passing a fake explosive device through a security checkpoint. Now, the TSA spokesperson... Uh, says it happened at Newark. Uh, of course, I mean, that's the only public airport that everyone goes to, really. Uh, she says that some of the members of the group attempted to bring a fake explosive device in a carry-on bag, but it was detected and never made it past security, which is a surprise in itself, actually. I was going to say, that's the breaking news here, <laughs> that they actually caught the explosive <laughs> in the luggage. The TV crew members were arrested on multiple charges and faced possible civil penalties by the TSA. Okay. Um... Endemol Shine North America, which employs the crew, Endemol Shine North America, okay, which employs the crew, says the device is a specially designed suitcase used to compact clothing and has no other intended use. What? So either they were trying to pass themselves off as trying to get the fake explosive through the TSA, or they weren't, and the TSA thinks it's an explosive device, and it isn't. 
either way, um, unless you're actually filming, I mean, do you think you buy the TV crew? I mean, if I'm a, if I'm a TV crew, aren't I filming this at the time? I mean, if I get busted, I mean, it's easy to say, oh, I'm a TV crew and we're doing that for TV. We're doing that for TV. <laughs> but where are the cameras? Uh, right there. Get your phone out. Get your phone out. Get your, put your phone out. Put your phone out. Because <laughs> um, otherwise, you're just actually trying to sneak something past the TSA. But that's not good either. And Keith is right. The breaking news, uh, they caught it. We get reports all the time at how many devices actually pass through the TSA. And that is not a good thing either. So maybe the TV crew needs to do that as their story. We got caught. TSA actually works. Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. returns on the blaze radio network well, he kind of returns i mean the show returns but pat is uh, out sick uh, jeff fisher sitting in for pat today along with uh, producer keith and it's uh, you know it's friday and uh, I, was, I was scrolling through my uh, social media pages last night and i realized that we are a week away a week away from one of the most iconic radio people in america retiring now I've always said that radio people don't retire. I believe some have tried and uh, walked away happily and been okay at it, but many uh, don't do so well. So I ask you to say hello to my friend Ted Webb, who's walking away from radio in one week after, what, 54, 55 years in, in the business, 25 years at one station, 970 WFLA, the mothership. What are you thinking, man? I'm thinking that every day is going to be like Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, my friend? Good, Jeffrey. How you been? Oh, so good. So good. I'm not ready to retire. I can't. I don't have your money. But uh, <laughs> I don't have that money either. I'm just going to have to wing it. So what's happening? One week to go. Have you been given the key to the city and the king and the crown to the state and everything so far? Or is that next week? No, that's next week, I guess, because it hasn't happened yet this week. <laughs> but we, we've heard from a lot of people we haven't talked to in 30, 35 years that are sending their best wishes. You Absolutely. know, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not retiring because I want to. I'm retiring because I can't do it anymore. I, uh, I suffered a heart attack in July. Well, that's not like the first. You've had, you've had other heart attacks, Ted. You've kept going. I got three, but this one was really bad. And what happened with this one was it went into congestive heart failure. And I've had 10 of those, but uh, the congestive heart failure required them to treat me with LASIK, and that burned out my kidneys, and now I'm on dialysis three days a week. Oh, dude. And um, it's it's really – I'm on dialysis right now as we speak. Yeah, me too. uh, But it's one of those deals – one of those deals where um, you feel really weak afterwards and getting yeah, no up kidding. at 3.30 in the morning is just impossible with uh, 
the way that I've been feeling. And if you can't give it your best, it's time to step down. No so doubt about that. That's why I'm stepping down. No doubt about that. Well, I'm sure that, uh, you know, you've been, uh, you know, the world is uh, saying goodbye. And uh, you know that, uh, you know, we all love you. But uh, after uh, so much time on the air, uh, maybe not even at uh, WFLA in Tampa, uh, as you worked with, you know, Jack Harris for 25 years. And, hell, you and I worked together for 10 of those, 10, 10 or 12 of those. Um, right. What's what? Uh, what's one of the favorite moments you wish you could recreate almost every day? I wish I could get uh, Ron Reagan Jr. back on the air so I could call him that name that I called him <laughs> again. That was and again. It was a special. It was a special moment, and he kind of deserves it, actually. He does. Yes, he does. That's most, it's a really he important does. thing. So are you uh so what's happening with your with your buddy uh, Jack Harris? I mean is he going to wing it on his own now? Jack is going to work with Aaron Jacobson, uh, Jeff Kirkendall and Katie Buscino and they have a an ensemble in the morning that's really good. And um but you were talking about rhythm, company. Man. They, they, yeah, they they've got they've got rhythm so they'll be able to keep it going. That's a that's a good company statement, Ted. I'll talk to you off the air. I'll get the real story. But that's a nice. I like I like the press release. That's very good. So uh, so one more week. So you're going to rest this weekend, and then next week you're going to take uh, all the love. Um, when uh, when you first got into radio, and you started, uh, and you looked at uh, you looked at the the uh, the radio microphone and the booth and the dials and the lights and the bells and the whistles and the cup of coffee and the cigarettes. Did you think it would last this long? No, no, no way. I didn't think I'd last this long. I mean, I didn't think I'd live this long. I mean, the way I was living back then, I thought 30 was really a milestone, you know? Yeah, no kidding. But but I, I, I had no clue. And uh, there have been several times when this career was close to being over, you know? And thank God management changed, and the new management, it took a while for them to hate me. So. <laughs> <laughs> it does happen, though. I mean, they come in, and then sooner or later they hate you. It's true. I mean, that's just sure, the way it is. Sure. That's just the way that's it happens. That's the way that it goes. That's exactly the way it happens. Jeff. I've been lucky, man. And I, and I thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, every night for giving me the opportunity to serve my community for as long as I have. Well, you know the community loves you. How is the family, and are they ready to uh, are they ready to uh, take care of you, or are you just to kick them out saying I'm retiring, leave me alone? No, they're 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 always there taking care of me. I've got I've got a great family. That's one of the things God blessed me with. You know that uh, I've got three kids that are great. I got four grandkids that are great, and they they look after uh, after dad and a willow both. Excellent. I'm very glad to hear that. So, what uh, aside from uh, Ron Reagan Jr., when you uh, when you look back on your 55 year career of broadcasting, whether it's you know radio or TV, how you did you did wrestling TV up and down the East Coast for a number of years? Um, right. I mean, there had to be. There's got to be some great stories involved in that. Uh, one of the days that stands out is working six hours with Glenn Beck on 9/11. There you go. Um, that was that was one of the highlights of my career I mean, right there. That, that was that was a, a a really unbelievable day that transpired. No question about that. For you know many people, not only us, but uh, you know working right. together like that in such a horrific way brought uh, brought a lot of people together. It really did, man, and it, it 
showed me what a professional blend was being in that studio with him for six hours. I mean, that was, that was definitely one of my highlights. Another one interviewing Willie Mays and Roger Maris. Those were two great days in my oh, life. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I my, one of my favorite, uh, my favorite memories of you is uh, one morning we were uh, in the talk studio, and uh, as, as the way the studio is set up, when people come in the building, they walk down the past the talk studio that uh, Ted worked in or that we worked in at the time, and you see who walks by, and they're going back to the other FM morning shows and being interviewed if they're not coming into the talk studio. And uh, we we're on the air, and uh, I remember Smokey Robinson walking by the window. Uh, and oh, I remember, and was. I remember Ted Webb day. going. That was Smokey Robinson, and he just got up and walked out. <laughs> it's just that was Smokey Robinson. I got up and followed him down the hallway. I said, don't worry, don't worry about the show, I got, Ted. I got him. I got him into the studio. Though. Yes, you did. But don't worry about the show, Ted. That was Smokey Robinson. And off he goes. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> that was really good. All right, my friend. That was a great. That was a great highlight. Listen, tell your wife and the children that I said hello. I miss you. I love you. I love you, too. We share the same birthday, so happy birthday for you on the 29th. I know. Thank you very much. Happy birthday right back at you. I appreciate it. Thank all right, my friend. I'll talk you, to you soon, all right? God bless you, man. All right. I love you. Ted Webb, 970 WFLA. 54 years. 54 years of, of radio. No, he did not almost say my age. No, he knows better. He knows better. So he's retiring. No, he knows 129. It's January 29th. That's my birthday. Oh, I don't hide that. We didn't know that. Happy birthday. Yeah, I mean, my everybody. Yeah, but my, I don't yeah, hide my yeah, birthday. Yeah, I don't hide the day. Yeah, okay. So why is he retiring at such a young age compared to where you're at today? Because, I mean, you I'm might not, share I'm the not same on dialysis birthday. every day. Okay, you might share I, the same I, birthday. Dialysis takes a lot out of people, man. But you don't share the same birth century. <laughs> So we're just trying to figure out how you're still in the chair. Okay. That's why, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's exactly why. Right? Because there's a lot of people that, uh, like, he, you know, he's, hell, he's had 18 heart attacks. and Oof. I mean, I don't know how many. He's, he told us how many he had. But he's had, he's had uh, and there were some, uh, there was three or four bypasses. I mean, really bad ones. Yeah. Um, and at one point, he, uh, uh. I can't tell that story on the air. In the uh, never mind, I, can, I can't tell that story on the air. <laughs> but I can tell you that it was, uh, uh, you know, he's had some health problems uh, for a while, mm-hmm. and now it seems that the dialysis is really what's kicking his butt because he can't. It's draining too much energy from him every day yeah. to come to work because he, you know, he's had diabetes for a long time. And one of the first times that I ever met Ted Webb. He has had uh, diabetes for a long time, and he always, you know, obviously he has his insulin. And uh, if you're familiar with diabetes, you know the people that are on insulin, you know, always have their needles and their packs with them and their their readers and their blood draws. And and uh, so he, I come in the studio and Ted's got his he's got his needle out and he's he's got his insulin. And he goes, "Hey, come here." Oh no! I no. can't. No, no. I can't. I can't. I can't to do this. I got something, but I got to shoot this in my eye. No, what? I got to put this in my eye. And this is, I mean, I know, look, he, go, he says, no, here, I, I know, take the needle and just do it. Because most most people, t- Jack usually does it, but he's over there reading the story. So he just put the in eyes. And I, I pick up the needle and I'm like, I'm close. You know, I'm like, I'm close to going, oh, okay, I mean, if you want me to. And he's just like, get out of here, shut up. I don't know about poking <laughs> your needle in your eye, you stupid idiot. That's awesome. It's so funny. <laughs> 
This is so funny because you. I mean, I was this close. I was thinking, wow. well, you know, I mean, it's, it's if the okay. Guy needs to do it. I don't. I don't know that. I. I don't know that I've ever seen anybody put a diabetic needle in their eye like that before. But I mean, I guess you could, right? Wouldn't be a. <laughs> wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> no. <laughs> he. Uh, I mean, there's, we've had so many great stories with him, and he's got. He's. Uh, we. The, if you were to sit down with them and talk about some of those wrestling days when they were uh, going up and down the East Coast doing those wrestling matches in the in the good old days of wrestling, uh, you know, flying Fred Curry and all those guys that were in the the wrestling ring, it was amazing. They are some; those guys were mad men, and uh, it was uh, they'd come out flying and fighting and arguing, and it was all just a show. It was all just to bring in the crowds, man. And they brought in the crowds. They brought them in. It was just fascinating. Mm. And uh, that is my favorite story. There's a couple other favorite stories that I can't talk about on the air. But my favorite on-air story is the Smokey Robinson story because we were right in the middle of an interview. And, I mean, all all you hear is, that's Smokey Robinson. (laughs) And he just got up and walked out. Nice. Followed him down. And he's right. He had to, he brought him back. He brought him back for an interview, but it wouldn't have mattered if he brought him back for an interview or not. Ted was not having there was not going to be Smokey Robinson in the building without Ted Webb walking up and taking care of a little business with Smokey Robinson. Mm-hmm. That that's Smokey Robinson. <laughs> All right, so the holidays are over. Anyway, Ted, I love you. I hope uh, hope retirement works for you. I'll talk to you soon. Ted Webb, nine seventy WFLA, retiring after fifty. Four years in radio broadcast and uh, 24, almost 25 at the same place. (sighs) Amazing. All right, the holidays are over, but uh, look outside. The winter has uh, just begun. And according to studies, the air indoors, get this, contains up to 100 times more pollution than the air outside. I know. It can cause illness, allergies, unnecessary wear and tear on your HVAC system, and you... You, of course, like me, know all about your HVAC system. So leading to costly repairs, which is why you don't know about your HVAC system, because if it leads to repairs, it's costly on your HVAC system because you don't know about it. Even worse, the premature replacement of the entire system. Oh, yeah, we got to replace the whole thing. How can you solve that? Well, resolve to breathe better with FilterBuy, America's leading provider of the HVAC filters for homes and small businesses. They carry 600 different filter sizes, including custom options, all ship free within 24 hours, plus they're manufactured right here in America. Filter Buy is a family-owned business, and all filters are made right here in the good old U.S. of A. One of the things that I love about Filter Buy is that you always forget to change your filter. And you realize, how long has it been? Oh, has it been a month? Been a month? I think it's been a month, and then you go change them. And I go out in the garage, you don't have an extra filter. So you got to go get some extra filters. You think I'll get some extra filters. And you don't get the extra filters pretty soon as a couple weeks later. And so it's been longer than a month. Filter by, right to your door. Set it up so it's a monthly drop. Boom. Hey, the filters are here. I have to change my filters. I love it. Filter by offers uh, a multitude of MERV options all the way up to hospital grade. So you'll be removing dangerous pollen, mold, dust, and other allergy-aggravating pollution while maximizing the efficiency of your system, which is really most important. Right now, you can save 5% when you set up auto delivery so you never need to think about air filters again. Save money, save time, breathe better with FilterBuy.com. 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 Pat Gray Unleashed.
on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. If you'd like to join us uh, on uh, the Blaze Radio Network, Pat is uh, feeling a little bit under the weather, so just uh, let him get better this weekend. He'll be back with you on Monday, no problem. Uh, you can tweet us uh, at Pat Unleashed or uh, at JeffyMRA with the hashtag tell Pat. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get to some of those as the show goes on. We're possibly looking into carrying a press conference in Vegas, first one in 109 days. Uh, we had the uh, congressman, uh, Representative Scott Perry, on Tucker Carlson, uh, who told us uh, kind of news that we hadn't heard before. And uh, I told you a little bit about it, but we do have the uh, clip of him. And it's kind of like, what? Congressman, you're the only member of Congress I'm aware of who's taken a public position asking questions about this. What are your questions? Well, um, I smell a rat like a lot of Americans do. Nothing's adding up. It's been four months, as you said. We don't even, the man's dead. They said he's a lone gunman, lone shooter, yet we can't get the autopsy results. But even more troubling than that, recently I've been made aware of what I believe to be credible evidence or credible information regarding potential terrorist infiltration through the southern border regarding this incident. Terrorist yes, sir. connections. Yes, sir. Okay, so what's the outline of that? What would that well, they could be, uh, well, let's, let's face it, ISIS twice before the attack. ISIS warned the United States that they would attack Las Vegas, by, I think, in June and August. And then after the attack, claim responsibility four times. Meanwhile, the local law enforcement investigative services are telling us there is no terrorist connection, lone gunman. Something, again, something's not adding. Well, that's part of my confusion. Catherine, can you just confirm that this investigation is still being overseen by state uh, and yes. local authorities rather than federal? That's right. The FBI and the Las Vegas Metro Police Department have been conducting the investigation. Uh, We've seen no evidence of a terrorist attack. And I will ask, with all due respect, Congressman, unless you have specific evidence to back that up, it seems a bit irresponsible to make that allegation. So if you do or make that assertion, if you do have any evidence of that, I'm asking you right now to share it with us and tell us what that is. Uh, you're the one My that gave it to us. Victims, all 22,000 yeah. people have right. been waiting and waiting and waiting. Got it. Let's, let, let's, so, let the, let's let the congressman respond to that. I, I, we've all been waiting. I'm waiting, too. Like I said, nothing adds up, but I'm just telling you, I have received what I feel to be and believe to be credible evidence of a possible terrorist nexus, and we're going to have to wait it? until until that it? situation develops. So, uh, so Catherine congressman said, an, they, hold on, another, all that. So, 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 so down for one sec. I'm not taking hold. a position on this either way. Way, but I want to get I want to dig down a little bit here if that oh, no. is your belief does Congress have a role to play in this I don't know that Congress has a role but I think who does have a role is the National Counterterrorism Center and if ISIS claims if ISIS warns about an attack and then an attack occurs and then claims responsibility after the fact right it seems to me that at a minimum they should have some portion of the investigation to clearly debunk that claim and yet it hasn't happened. Okay, so tomorrow, uh, we're unfortunately out of time, but we will be taking a press conference um, tomorrow out of Las Vegas yes. by the investigators. Hopefully we're going to learn more, and I hope we speak to both That's of you right. again on this. Yes. Thank you both Thank very you. much. 
Yeah, look at she is pissed. She's pissed. All right, so it'll be good. It'll be mm. good. It'll be, it'll be really interesting. And look, the reason that there is so much flying around is that we haven't had any information given to us. So everybody's just throwing it up in the air and seeing what sticks. And that's what happens when you don't level with the public from the beginning. That's exactly right. So we've got that press conference coming up at the top of uh, next hour or this briefing. It's not a press conference. I'll be clear. I looked again and it was worded carefully as saying it's a briefing. So they might even not even take questions. Yeah. Uh, they might just come out and say, uh, you're full of crap. You're full of crap. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. You don't get any pictures. We've got hours of video to still go through, and you'll be lucky to have any more information by October. Good day. And that'll be the end of the briefing. Thank you. Have a nice day. And uh, the hogwash is uh, the hogwash is we are looking into uh, they'll throw something out. They'll throw something out that will keep everybody on the line. Like uh, we're still investigating the possibility of um, multiple, not shooters, but multiple people involved in the outcome of the shooting, something like that, so that it's the word of where you go, aha, and it really is means nothing. <laughs> uh, Sam in Texas, you're on uh, the Blaze Radio Network. Hey, thanks for having me. Um, I wanted to bring something to light that hasn't really been discussed much lately. The ATF and NRA are both pushing a ban on bump stocks and other rap, uh, rate of fire increasing devices, which intent eventually could include uh, your finger magazine, you know, <laughs> right. what number that the ATF sets as the rate of fire. Right. And, uh, and you don't want that to happen, Sam? No, because that's a major infringement upon the Second Amendment. Uh, the major infringement on the Second Amendment is not being able to have something that would increase your firing capability on the weapon? No, what the problem is, the the bill is loosely worded that it could potentially be interpreted to get rid of semi-automatic weapons altogether. Gotcha. Say they decide that one round per second is their arbitrary number for what is the definition of a rate of fire of a non-machine gun. Well, most skilled shooters can shoot a semi-automatic pistol, a semi-automatic rifle, and some guys can shoot revolvers at a rate higher than that. Right. So if you, I go out and shoot my 9mm pistol at a rate faster than one round a second, I'm now shooting a machine gun, and I'm now a felon. Okay. And, and, and I'll give you that. But, uh, you know, that's going to be, you know, and, I, and I, this is going to be, so what? But that is a rare thing, right? I mean, yeah. I, so I, I, don't, I don't, really don't know what to think. I think that this, I think, thank you, Sam. I appreciate it. And you're right. Uh, if, it, if it ends up that way, it's absolutely wrong. However, the way it's being looked at is that, you know, it's, we've, we were told that it was, uh, you know, bomb stocks were evil and bad because of the Las Vegas shooting. And now they're going to stick to that because that's part of their, that's part of the theory. When you listen, I, I got to tell you, I've listened to a number, you know, a lot of professionals have played the video back and uh, talked a lot about, uh, about bump stock shooting, uh, that it uh, may have appeared that our man Paddock wasn't even using a bump stocks. I mean, it would sounded, it didn't sound like when we were listening to audio of the firing, uh, that was amazing bump stock audio, if that was the case. So I think you're just going to have to live with, you know, not being able to purchase a bump stock, which is sad. I mean, 
But oh well. If they can just get rid of the other things in that in that bill in that law, then you know it'll be a lot better. I'm with you on that, Sam. No problem. Well, what if they just get rid of all guns and all ammunition? <laughs> then we don't have to worry about having to talk about any kind of shooting. Well, right? it, what, well, what, what's fascinating is that was uh, not not the guns, but the ammo was definitely a, a, a way to look at it through the Barack Obama administration. Yes, it was. Uh, we'll, we're not going to get rid of guns, but we're we are going to make it uh, more difficult for you to get the ammunition. So. <laughs> Uh, good luck shooting a gun, but we're not going to get ready to gun because this is America. I believe in the Second Amendment, but at some point, you've made too many bullets. <laughs> All right, this is Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray Unleashed, welcome to it. Happy Friday. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Jeff Fisher sitting in for uh, Pat today. Of course, producer Keith's still hanging around. You can't get rid of him. And, whoa, whoa, um, whoa, 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 whoa. Can I leave? That There's sounded like you were just absolutely nothing stopping you from leaving. Anyway, the uh, you know, except for your job. That's that's all. So I do have to. No, I mean, no, you don't have to stay. We can start early. <laughs> but if you want to, you know, continue your job, I mean, it's it's up to you. I'm not, I'm not your boss. That's, that's true. See ya. I kind of am though. I kind of am. So anyway, we've got the Las Vegas. Uh, we're waiting on the Las Vegas press conference uh, or briefing uh, for. We'll see what uh, if anything new comes with that. And uh, I also have Craig uh, uh, Fregner from uh, News Three LV. Uh, I talked to him last night, and uh, depending on what happens at this briefing, he, we may or may not talk to him today to find out uh, what actually was uh, said and what's going on behind the scenes uh, with the Vegas shooting. And he's been covering it for you know since the beginning. And I also want to kind of talk to him about the, uh, just as a side note away from the horrific shooting, I want to talk to Craig a little bit about the Raiders coming to Vegas because uh, there's a couple years left, but their city is spending millions bringing the Raiders to Vegas. And I want to know how they're how they're fending that off with uh, the people who are unhappy. And then we've got John Gruden coming in a couple of years. So that'll be a little little side note for Craig. I didn't tell him I wanted to talk to him about that, though, so it could be throwing him a curveball. Amazon. Amazon. Remember when they said, hey, we're looking for the possibility of cities that we can move to. How about, uh, would you like to be one of those cities? And, you know, hundreds of cities said, yes, us, us, us. Well, they named the top 20 finalists. And, uh... They're all along uh, the East Coast, mostly. Uh, you know, they're not. Uh, there's only a couple that are, uh, you know, way over there. But you've got Atlanta, Austin, Boston, Chicago, Columbus, Ohio. No, Dallas, Denver, Indianapolis, Los Angeles, Miami, Montgomery County, Maryland, Nashville, Newark, 
New York City. Those two. No, you're not moving an Amazon at Newark. There's not enough land in those two places to be building something like that. I mean, Amazon could maybe, you know, maybe you have the, uh, maybe you build the Amazon Tower right in Manhattan. That'd be kind of cool. Just give one of the, one of the, uh, sky, one of the scrapers to uh, Amazon. That'd be, you know, that'd be kind of fun. Uh, and then you have, uh, you have a, the rest of the cities on the list. And this is why, you know, I want to tell you a little story. I'm not going to finish the name of the list of the cities because they were, they're not on my internet right now because the internet just went blank. Oh, snap. Ran out of memory. Amazing. You got now, too many tabs open. So yesterday, I think we know what. So yesterday, I, I'm being made fun of but for printing out stories. Not by me. That's what I'm I do. I'm being made fun of for printing out stories. Why don't you just cut and paste? That's what we have the internet for. Ooh. Okay. Who's giving you grief? Okay. So uh, here we go. I'm in the middle of my Amazon story mm-hmm. that uh, wasn't printed out uh, with the cities. It wasn't and... printed out. No, it was not. Oh, over it's there. over I there. I did not see it. I I'll give you my is. copy. See? Because I do the same thing. Oh, nice. <laughs> Look at that. I mean, this is, we are old school. I guess I could have stopped it. We are old. But anyway, it's printed up there for you. Is the, I just got a curiosity. When they say Dallas, are they talking about uh, Dallas Plano? I think, yeah, uh, okay. the Metro. Because that was a great presentation, if you recall. Yes, it was. They sent the video from the city and everything. Yeah, it was really good. Um, they, uh, uh, yeah, the Metroplex, right? I mean, when you say Newark, New Jersey, right. yep. or New York, I mean, that's, you yep. know, you've got the greater, the greater areas. Uh, Northern Virginia, you know, and uh, Philadelphia. So I'm guessing... Then it's going to be, uh, I bet it's Austin. Plano would be good. The Metroplex would be great. And, and it would be a tremendous area. But Austin is uh, more toward the Amazon way of life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm telling you, my son lives in Austin. I, I mean, he just moved uh, just outside the city limits now to uh, uh, Pflugerville. Is that the name of the city? Yeah. 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 And they love it. It's a small. It gives a small town feel. He was really happy about moving there. Just bought a house there. Was still, you know, obviously working in Austin, but it is on fire down there. I mean, you talk about here in the Metroplex when we go out and see, you know, construction and roadway and and buildings, and it's kind of you're kind of used to it. But you go down to Austin, man, it is in your face on fire. I mean, they are building everywhere. And there are cranes and builders and buildings and apartments and houses and roads and er- going crazy. So I bet it's going to be Austin. Um, you know, they have those companies come in. The neighborhood that my son lived in uh, when he first moved to Austin was uh, built by Samsung. Samsung's got a big, big factory there. And the neighborhood adjacent to their factory land was all built by Samsung so that their employees would, could live there. Hmm. And so... Uh, uh, I'm sure Amazon will come in. I'll just live here. Look, we'll buy 18 billion acres, and this is us. It'll be the Amazon compound, guaranteed. I would love to see it be Plano in the Metroplex, although 50,000 jobs? 50,000 jobs? Are you kidding me? You know, you know what traffic that is? Just go to Austin. Oh, good point, yeah. I mean, holy cow. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, good, keep it out in Plano, right? Because it's still going to be a nightmare for us. Hold on, do they have an employment number? They do. 1-800-AMAZON. I've already put your name on the list. Thank, thank you. Okay, got it. So don't you worry about it, Brad Staggs. Thank you. You're on the list. All right, I'll just go over here. And that's the Do you want to work for Amazon? Really? 
I buy a lot of things. You want to make movies from? Oh, well, so do I. Why wouldn't I? I mean, think if, of how, if Amazon wants us to make movies for them, I'm happy to do that. What a treasure chest of goodies working at the Amazon headquarters would be. <laughs> I mean, everything you could ever you could live in the Amazon headquarters and never ever for the rest of your life have to leave the building right? because they have everything. That's what I mean. I mean, that's those company, Google, Facebook, Twitter, Amazon. Those guys are. Well, Google's not going to have everything you need, but Amazon literally will have everything you need. Oh, from I don't know food, about that. They'll have food, beds. I Google mean, has all that. Mm. Last time I was at their campus, they did. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> all right. Do they have flashlights? <laughs> yes, under the desk. Uh-huh. That's one of the things. You know what? I apologize for not asking mm-hmm. Google. Hey. They man, have toys. They have drones. They have campus. everything. Do you guys have flashlights? Flashlights and stuff. I mean, if you can imagine it, it's at Amazon. Yeah, but everything. And they could just drop it on your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when yeah. do we start getting drone deliveries? I'm, I've been waiting for one of those. They've really been struggling with that because uh, they can't get the FAA to okay it. They're still testing it. Oh, and really? We've had, uh, we've had, uh, we've mm-hmm. had, technically, we've had drone deliveries in uh, out west. There's a okay. city that's delivered. They had a pizza delivered and they had a drone delivered package. And then there's an island off of the United Kingdom that has had a drone delivery from the mainland to the island. But to specifically, like, for the Metroplex, Mm -hmm. you can't. So you say the government is preventing... um, Well, yes, but it's for your safety. I mean, Mm -hmm. when I'm driving... Seriously, when I'm driving to work or home from work on Highway 114 here in the Metroplex... yeah. When you go by DFW, which, mm-hmm. by the way, the, the DFW Airport International is bigger than the island of Manhattan. Sure is. You look up in the sky, and there are three rows of planes mm-hmm. backed up, mm-hmm. well, five deep, landing here at DFW. So you have that, and now you're going to add drones flying around delivering packages? Yeah, yeah, details. You're right, right. You're right, Grandpa. We couldn't possibly do no, that. No, we could. I'm just... Here's oh my, my point. Oh my God, I'm going to. You know, back in the day, we used to get by with horses and buggies. Hold on, hold on, hold on a second. So, just let's make the point, all right, that the government, (laughs) the government is stopping this innovation. But if we just wait about 10 hours, 47 minutes. Then who's going to be around to enforce those regulations? Armageddon. We might have ourselves some drone deliveries at midnight tonight. That's a great point, Keith (laughs) Malinak. Y'all hang in there. We want to shut down. (laughs) All right. Armageddon for drone delivery. That's that's our new stack. That's what we want. (laughs) We want that to happen immediately. That's absolutely a fact. You know, look, you're right. And they are working on uh, how to... uh, how to make those drone deliveries happen in neighborhoods and how they're going to make, uh, they've already worked out plans. Like originally I was thinking that, you know, all the, this was a Jeff Fisher plan, not Amazon. Oh, this uh, will be rich. That uh, all the, the post office is that has collected all their uh, mailboxes. The blue, if you look behind all the post offices, they've just got stacks of those blue mailboxes that they've taken away. Because really? nobody uses them. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, drones. <laughs> Put them out to the corners. The drones can live there. But they're concerned that the safety of the drones is too low. People will mess with them. So they've, they've developed, uh, like, landing pads on light poles mm-hmm. for the drones that will be charging stations. And they'll land there, and then they'll, they'll go to the neighborhoods through there. And there'll be special, uh, 
you know, like Amazon would have a warehouse, a smaller warehouse where the drone would go and pick up the package and then deliver it to. Can we not have an old school solution <laughs> to protect this uh, futuristic innovation, and that's just a security guard that monitors them coming and going, so no one's. Yes, we can. It's called a camera. Yeah, well, you could why, also. Have why a, would you have them parked on a lamppost if they have to go fly to the warehouse to pick up their stuff and then fly back? Why not just have them live at the warehouse? Uh, too far. Right, they've got to be able to charge and be delivered, and it's too far to go all the way back from the warehouse to. Uh, but they're going to have to. They're going to have to get from the lamp post to the warehouse back to the neighborhood to drop it off. Not by the drone. Oh, well, how does the drone pick up the stuff from from wherever their wherever their housing is? Oh, you know, so, I mean, it would be it would be like like they've set up their lockers. Ah, okay. You know, they're separate little lockers around the area, so you'd have. Like when UPS during the holidays, mm-hmm. when UPS delivers to our neighborhood, mm-hmm. they get golf carts, and like instead of the UPS truck driving through the neighborhood, it's delivered on little golf carts and trailers. So UPS drops off all the packages for our neighborhood mm-hmm. at one stop, oh. and the little golf carts, which would be drones, in the future for specific packages, goes and gets the packages and delivers it through the neighborhoods. Well, that's good because Amazon has put a major stress on the postal service so. absolutely yeah big I mean, time the the company that was you know founded to deliver stuff well i mean <clears throat> i have often <clears throat> said that i wanted to be postmaster general and i believe that i could save okay wait no. just, so we, just so we have to call you general jeffy I could save the post office and the and the, yeah. and the, and the delivery system in we, America. We'd probably have a tweakage of the um, narcotics laws and uh, what is and what is not allowed to be. Um, you No longer would you have to sign at the counter at the post office. Anything hazardous, uh, illegal, um, whatever. Oh, we want to know what you're sending. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Trust me, I we want to you. know what they you're sending. They never ask you that at UPS or FedEx. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yeah, that's why he wants to be Postmaster General, no, so he can change but the But they laws. don't. But that's the whole point. They don't. No. Just mail the package. Yes. Stupid. They check them out. Uh, Would you like to buy some stamps? They check them out at the warehouse, though. <laughs> I mean, I, from, I know I know uh, uh, one person who does that, in fact. That's his, you know, looks for packages of hazardous materials and stuff at the UPS warehouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I mean, that's his job. So, I mean, they does do he go provide the package. Does he package. go around and sniff the packages yes, himself? Yeah, yes, he does. he does. Does he have a dog or does yes, he do it he, himself? No, he does it himself. He's, <laughs> been, he's been trained. Uh, December 11th, I'll have you know the efficiency that is the USPS mm-hmm. um, did not have Christmas stamps on December the 11th. I guess I missed out. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's... Uh, you, okay. We're just but talking they had, about they had the stamps, efficiency. right? Uh, they had... Flowers and flags were okay. the only two uh, kind. Okay. I wanted the little baby Jesus Christmas stamps, well, Maybe Jeffy. you should have gotten them earlier or ordered them so. through the mail. Okay. You should have gone to Amazon. <laughs> gone Thank to you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Or maybe gone to Kroger and had the okay. cashier take it out of the drawer. <laughs> the drone could have delivered your stamps. It's coming, baby. <laughs> Well, that's why I need to be Postmaster General. I, I mm-hmm. would love to be Postmaster General. And I will then, fix the post office. And you would so no longer gosh. be working here. Is that correct? Jeffy for Postmaster General, everybody. <laughs> Start a campaign. You know what, you know what else? Uh, mm. I bet you Amazon delivers. Mm. They do, in fact. They <laughs> they could, in fact, deliver your, your Wax RX. And as a matter of fact, the following fun facts about your hearing and everyone's hearing are brought to you by usewaxrx.com, where if you use promo code radio, you will get free standard shipping. The following fu- fun facts? Yes, we do have some fun facts. Oh, I want these. I want these. All right. So okay. the 
most individuals who who experience hearing loss are they over or under the age of sixty five? I'm going to say over. No way, under, but I'm probably the, wrong. Un, the under sixty fives have all been wearing headphones, a little mm-hmm. earpieces in their ears. Nice. Most individuals experiencing uh, hearing loss under the age of sixty five. Yeah. How do snakes hear? They feel vibrations. I'm sorry, no, I that's didn't, fish. I didn't, I didn't hear the question because I am way under 65. <laughs> Snakes use their jawbones to hear. Fish. Shut, the, shut up. They use fish their jawbones. respond to pressure changes. Shut up. And I want a snake professional on this show right now. I, that would be me. I want to, I want someone that you just made this up because you went to mm. your stupid little mm. reptilian con this uh-huh. past weekend. And spoke and, to all the snakes. And they said, and they, without, they said without fail, they said we use snakes our hear through their jaws. Yes. I want a snake yeah. professional on this broadcast. Yes, just I'm don't, sorry, I don't go back to your little spot uh, mm-hmm. for wax RX, but your little fun-filled facts is wrong. Well, and I want to prove it. We as humans, if facts is wrong. We depend on so's our so's so's oh, his grammar. His grammar. Yeah. Uh, we depend on little bitty hairs in our ears. Yeah. To hear, and if those hairs get clogged with earwax, you know what happens. You're in trouble. You might as well. I, I know what happens. I've, I've cleaned those bad boys out. The man. Blaze Radio would be out of business because no one would be able to hear it because they're earwax. Right. Wait, right. Do snakes have little hairs in their jaws? No. Dude, we're going to get a professional like Keith. Don't, don't uh-huh. you. Don't, don't, let's not, I don't want to mess up his little earwax facts. <laughs> with, <laughs> with the three-step WaxRx system, you can clean those little hairs. If you're getting dizzy, if you're having tinnitus, if you're having itchiness, fullness, or pain in your ears, it's time to get them clean. Just go to usewaxrx.com, get the kit, and mention the okay. promo code radio. You get free standard shipping. All right, so I'll let you finish that up. With your I'm finished now. Waxrx facts. I'm finished. Promo code radio. Promo code radio for free it standard shipping. It needs to be shipping. promo code supple, but uh-huh. I digress. Right. And, and next week, I'll explain why it's important to use the rinse. Oh. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yes. What do you got, Jeffy? You mean use the rinse post after you clean them? cleansing? Right, yeah. The third step is the pH condition rinse, and I'll explain why that's important next week. But what if I'm not here next week? I want to know why it's important. What if I'm not here next week? Then no one will be here to explain the why. Trust me, that's a question that's being asked. I'm getting scared. Can we talk about something else? (laughs) I want to know about snakes. Now, I'm looking in the other room, Uh and all the producers are in there looking at the computers going... <laughs> they do, they do. That pisses me off. That's, so, that's, this is the world we live hold in. Hold on now. A not, I, I ask for a snake professional. What I get there's, is somebody in the other room looking the at Google room. going, yeah. they do. I just want to point out that Jeffy's screen still not connected to the oh, internet. Yeah, just, this is going to be fun. Oh, why, why would it be connected to the internet? I mean, that would be stupid <laughs> to have a computer. Oh, what? oh my oh. goodness, it just heard you and then. Oh, wait. Yeah, but we'll see if it comes up because the next. Did the next you have thing, to tell them how old you were to get into that website? There, good grief! What is going on over there? Well, Keith, I don't know if you know this or not, huh? But when a a website asks you your age, here we go. You don't have to tell the truth, right? Oh, really? Yeah. But they're they're counting on your honesty. They are. Jeffy. They are counting on my honesty. They are fools. <laughs> fools. They are. They definitely are. All right, so. Don't look at me like, oh, are you going to break or are you going to continue to talk? I'll come, I'm continuing to talk because I want to know about the snakes. Okay, oh are, we st- are we still, seriously, turn your mic on and tell me what this said. Don't look at me like, I don't know, how, are you going to have to install a mic like <sighs> Ron did yesterday? 
Yeah, that was <laughs> that was memorable. Uh, snakes uh, have no visible ear, so they don't hear sounds as we do. But it's not quite right to say that snakes are deaf. They have vestiges in the apparatus for hearing inside their heads, jaw area here, as the picture dictates here, uh, and that uh, setup is attached to their jawbone, so they feel vibrations very well and may hear low-frequency airborne sounds. So, listen. do snakes have ears? No. no. They and listen they, with their mouths or something. It's mm-hmm. still the vibration. So if you ever want to tell a snake a secret, just whisper into its mouth. <laughs> Gotta oh get really God. close. Yeah, we're gonna get that snake expert in real soon with a little show and tell. And Jeffy, mm-hmm. you need to talk and give a little secret to the snake, okay? Mm-hmm. All right, we're So, good. Brad, can we use your quote now? As the quote for the show today. <laughs> He's staring up. Oh, God, what did I say? What did I say now? What did I say? <laughs> it depends on which quote. When you want to tell a snake a secret. Oh, whisper into its mouth. Pat Gray Unleashed returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray returns. Does this smell like hedgehog poo in here? Welcome to it. Man, well, what? Huh? I'm sorry. Continue. You know, I was supposed to go to the stupid reptilian con, Repticon, with Chris Cruz and Brad Stagg last weekend. Why didn't you go? I was sick. Oh. Had a little bit of the plague. Not the plague. I didn't feel good. I didn't feel good, and my wife said I couldn't go outside and play with my friends. And so I stayed home. And because uh, I felt like doing what she said at the time. I what? normally do what I want to do when I want to do it. What is without... that, sit on the couch and self-loathe? I mean, what is it that you yes. do? Okay. Yes. Okay. And, and, you know, pick out a pick out a streaming show to sure. to binge and <laughs> sit through it. That's what I'm doing. No yep. problem. Yep, yep. And uh, I just finished up with... Uh... <laughs> oh, no. What? Oh, no. What? If you have to pause to laugh, this isn't going to end well. No. I was just trying to remember the name of it, actually. <laughs> oh, uh, well, Brad would remember the darn show I was watching. What's the, the U.S. Marshal? Uh, mm. I'll think of it. Anyway, it was seven seasons. It's great. I love it. And I just got—I mean, I just binged all seven. So okay. I'm looking for something new to watch. Over the wait, over the weekend? <sighs> seven seasons? No, 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 no. You can't okay. do seven weekends in a weekend. But I can get pretty close. Yeah, <laughs> I can get pretty close. You can get uh, you get through a Friday. Friday, you can get Friday night, you get through about four or five episodes. Saturday, you can get through six or seven. Sunday, you can get through six or seven. So that's a season, a little over a season. What planet do I live on where I barely have time to squeeze in a 30-minute sitcom and you have... My I'm just saying what you could what, what you could do between... I'm not saying, and I'm not saying just sit there and, and watch the shows, but during the day... During what day? When you're up and you're doing your chores no, and you're running around. What day of the around. week are we talking about when you're watching all these shows? I, I'm just saying, and, well, weeknights, of course, you can catch a couple, a couple episodes. Hmm. You're looking online, you're working, you're watching a couple episodes, you're streaming a couple episodes as you're, do, as you're looking online. I mean, wow. why? That's, that's, that's impressive. You are a multitasker. But okay. as you go, that like, was- uh, let's say, let's... Uh, Viewing habits. Let's, all right. Let's say, uh, let's use a Sunday, my day of rest. Uh, Sunday. So I'm home. You're doing laundry, right? You're, you're doing your weekly laundry, your weekly yeah. ironing. 
You're doing your weekly chores around the house, and you got the trash to take out, and you're making sure the stuff is clean, and the bathrooms, and the house is swept, and mm. the kids are doing their chores. And you're doing and all of in these. in between all of this, okay. you're streaming a couple episodes of the show you're, you're binging. Like, are you walking around with it in your hand while you're no. going out to sweep? No, but... You're saying you're stopping. You're stopping what you're doing to sit down and watch TV? And fold clothes or whatever. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I need to start folding my clothes. I just You don't just wad them up and throw them on the floor in the closet? I realize, Keith, that that is a way of doing it. <clears throat> However, I do not do that. No. Okay. No. Well, see, I got to change my schedule. My we have heard, we have heard uh, that the Las Vegas briefing uh, press conference uh, is still going on. Uh, but we're not going to get any answers. According to our uh, expert uh, viewers, uh, they're passing out uh, some report today that, according to the sheriff, is not going to give us any answers anyway. So why are we getting the report? I don't know. But uh, they're busy saying that it's not going to give the answers we want. And the one thing that she did say, uh, that Sarah did say when she came in, she was watching it and it and uh, the person doing the briefing, and I'm guessing it's the sheriff, I don't know that, I haven't seen it yet, mm-hmm. um, is saying that, uh, I know you people in the press want answers. No, sir. No, the people want answers. The press are asking questions for us. Yeah, Sheriff Lombardo announced uh, during the press conference just now that he knows and believes, that's the quote, that the only person responsible for the mass shooting in Las Vegas was Stephen Paddock. Wow. He also says that no charges will be filed against his girlfriend, Paddock's girlfriend. Wow. That's, that's news. Salinas. That is news, though, right there, man. Oof. You got well, a congressman saying otherwise. I know. I know. <laughs> this Poor ain't Pat over. It is a long way from being over. Pat Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Happy Friday from the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray uh, home uh, under the weather feeling sick. And it's been, you know, I know it's been cold all over the country, but it's been particularly cold here in the Metroplex. And uh, so, Don Garnett, just hope that he feels better and keeps warm. Okay? Okay. Now, I have a friend that has been going through his house. That's breaking news. Hmm? Well, he doesn't think he's a friend, but I'm just calling him a friend. Okay. Okay? You all right with that? Yeah, okay. That'll work. All right. I have a friend that uh, uh, has been going through his house and selling everything, just finding stuff that he's just stuff Hmm. and putting it on eBay, selling it, and he's making a fortune. Okay, so he is selling. He's not giving it away. Correct. All right, because that would be a cry for help, but continue. <laughs> I just want to make sure we need, need yeah, to no, it's not intervene a here. Right. Okay. Now, and plus, who, why do you want to intervene? What's it your business? Because, I mean, he's your friend. Hey. And clearly, that hey. fact alone, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to stop talking yes. now. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so, I got me thinking that I've got stuff, and, and, and I'm kind of a hoarder-ish person 
You know, I, I tell my wife all the time, look, don't tell me <laughs> what you're going to throw away, what you want to keep. Don't ask me if I think we should keep this. Just throw it away. I don't want to know. Okay, If you ask me, I will say, no, don't throw it away. We may need that. Now, if been, I mean, we've moved stuff from state to state to state. I got stuff that I haven't used in years. That's mm-hmm. just at, what I should have done is the last house we moved out of, I should have piled it all into the cul-de-sac and started it on fire <laughs> and just had a huge neighborhood bonfire, just burned it all. Let the families out with the kids running around and just watching the bonfire, just burn it all <laughs> and and just uh, just dance around the damn cul-de-sac watching Hold it on, go. Hold on, man. Time out. I'm sorry. I don't want to interrupt you, but we almost did the same thing. Actually, we moved from New Jersey to here. Our front yard was just... Well, trash day is coming, so it was about actually it was about six days before the next trash day. But we just piled it up out there, and we heard from a neighbor, and we were on a cul-de-sac. Apparently, everybody on the street, probably about six or eight houses, did the same thing. She said the poor garbage men showed up that day. I guess it was everyone's That's cleaning out day, and everybody's front yard was just left in shambles with trash. Sorry, mattresses, couches, refrigerators. Okay. I mean, I because what, this is the deal, all right? If you ask me, should, you know, you want to throw throw this out? No, no. Look, we that particular piece of whatever thing it is, we may need. If I would have burned it, if I would have just put it in the middle of the cul-de-sac, <laughs> watched it go. Yeah. Then you would have said, don't we have one of those? Yeah. We used to. It burned up in the fire. Oh, well, we'll have to get another one. Or we'll have to borrow one. But you don't have it then. That's fine. I have a place to park in my garage. <laughs> right. Thank you. I'll never, forget, I'll never forget the first house I ever bought. The first house I ever bought with my first wife. We were so happy. Uh, the lady that sold it to us was in Saudi Arabia. No, I can't tell that story. Anyway, the uh, the lady, <laughs> I can't. I'm just teasing. The uh, <laughs> she was in Saudi Arabia being a nurse. Okay, and she went to Saudi Arabia to be a nurse and make a bunch of money. And the, sounds like the, a cover the, story. The princes, but continue. The princes went said, "Hey, come be a nurse here. We'll pay you a bunch of money, uh-huh. and then uh, you can go back." And they signed a five-year deal or whatever. So she had a house, and we moved into the house, and then we bought the house. But she at the time she left her stuff. In the house, we had her stuff in the garage and a back bedroom. So we had a bedroom and a garage full of the lady who owned the house stuff. Weird when she fan. came back from Saudi Arabia, mm-hmm. she would take it. Okay. So she comes back from Saudi Arabia, and she takes it. And, you know, the garage is freed up. The back room is freed up. And I'm like, I, I can remember going out in the garage and taking my tennis ball and cutting a hole through it with a rope and hanging it down from the garage door opener so I could pull my <laughs> yes, car into the yes. garage. And so the tennis ball would land Tap the windshield. So that's exactly where I needed to park my car. I parked there for about three days. About three days. Then there's more stuff in the garage and you just don't park in the garage anymore. Can't remember a time yep. of the garage so sad. Yep. No, no, no. Listen, man. I, I had until about a year ago, I had a little Toyota Corolla. It died. Yeah. I got the pickup truck. Unfortunately, I've driven in the car. Anyway. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, you're welcome. Um, so the uh, the truck now doesn't fit. In the garage. Oh. Well, that's unclaimed space. 
that is now oh, completely oh, covered. Yes. That was a year ago, and it's just like nice. To the, gills. the truck can't park there. We've got stuff to go there. Yes, stuff. Yes, and I know. By the way, by the way, I'm a complete. You are not telling me. Uh, I know. I'm a pack rat too. I'll be honest with you. And my reasoning is, one day the world is going to go completely insane, and I'm going to need fill in the blank. Well, guess who's going to... Wait. I know. Listen, I'm with you. I, look, I, do you, look, do you need three suitcases of t-shirts from old radio stations? Okay. No. I, is this a radio do thing? Do you need... Do you need boxes of DAT tapes that you don't have the DAT machine anymore that have shows on it? That Those are great shows. I don't have a machine to listen to them on, and I could probably find a machine someday to dump them off and listen to them because there's good stuff on there. So don't get rid of them. Wow. I, if, if so the, the, and there's uh, those yeah. cassette tapes back there that I've had forever that probably are yes. dead anyway because they've been moved and they're in a garage that goes from 180,000 degrees to sub-zero temps <laughs> through the course <laughs> of the year. That can't affect the tape at all. But there's good stuff on those tapes. But do you and I'm not a, throwing them away. You have a cassette player. I've got the, the cassette player, the hot boxes, in one of those boxes over there but it, that I've got to find it, and I, and yeah. I think that one still works. But That's it, why it's in that one of those boxes over there. It's been out in the heat in the cold as well. Don't even start so, with me. Hmm. And that whole set of drums that's up on top of the rest of the boxes, uh-huh. okay, that's, we'll take it out someday and play them. Wait, you offered those to me at one point, I believe. I know. Don't I can't do that anymore. Well, that's That fine. offer's off the table. Because I don't have room for it now anyway. Those actually, those actually <laughs> belong to my oldest son, who now thinks he claims everything oh which he claims everything he thinks he claims everything and that means that i have to bring it to him oh wrong okay i'm not taking i want to be clear about that when he claims yeah oh that's my stuff you're gonna bring it to me elvis could kill me with two fingers i won't be taking anything you offer (laughs) i'm just gonna presume it's his (laughs) that's probably a good bet (laughs) I, i mean i got it okay i got it i know it's a struggle we all have Maybe we all don't. I mean, some people actually do park in their garage. Some people do go through their closets and throw stuff out that they haven't worn in three years. Some people do that. Some people aren't don't realize that, hey, someday that part of the closet is my fat guy clothes. <laughs> that part of the closet is, you know, my mid-fat clothes. And that part of the closet back there with a whole lot of dust on it is the thin stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I know that I got it. I understand. I know that that stack of T-shirts on those top shelves in the closet. Mm-hmm. There's no chance I'm ever wearing those dumb things, but they're cool shirts. Never gonna wear them, but they're cool shirts. That's why I tell my wife, "Don't ask. Don't ask me. Just throw it away." Then, when I'm a little, hey, what happened to that? I just threw it away. What? Yeah, that's a... And then I walk away. No. I'm mad. I'm mad for like three minutes, maybe tops. Tops three minutes. I can't even last that long. And then you find something... Yeah, you'll find something on Hulu. Take your mind off of it. Yeah, I got to get back to Justified. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, we'll just move on. I mean, it's just... If I don't have anything to watch, by the way, to stream, then I just go... My fallback is is, uh, English detective shows. Uh, that's oh. my, it's not. That's my fault. It's not go for a walk. That's my. 
Do I look like my fallback is go for a walk? That's no. Point. Mm-hmm. No. I'm my stunned. fallback is maybe walk to the back refrigerator. And that's a stretch. All right, who ate all the ice cream, damn it? Just throw it away. That's all I'm asking. Just throw it away. Just get rid of it. So, I see a story that has these the list of 20 things, these 20 toys that are supposed to be worth a bunch of money. Hmm. And I think, okay, nice. Why? I mean, I might still have them. I'm still I'm still mad at myself for selling the Transformers that I not Transformers uh, 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 Rangers Power Rangers that I had because my oldest son was Power Rangers. We had every Power Ranger from here to Power Ranger Heaven. We had all those Zords. We had the Power Rangers that hook up to make the giant Zords and the rings and the Green Ranger and the White Ranger and the Yellow Ranger. I mean, we had them all. And he finally got tired of them, and I sold them. I should have never sold them. I sold them in a yard sale. I can, I can still see them. I can see them today in the red wagon that I still have. And the guy, I can remember the guy coming up, and I know the guy. The, the guy was actually came up my driveway thinking, if he sells me all these Power Rangers, he's a complete idiot, but I'm going to take them. <sighs> and he bought them. I can still see him taking them all, loading them up in his car, and I, I broke my heart. Broke cool. my heart then. Quarter it piece. breaks my heart now. Well, I don't remember what it was. It was not a quarter piece, but whatever it was, was, you know, well under what they would be worth now. Yeah, but the good news is that you then in turn bought Bitcoin with it, right? Tell us that. So then my youngest son is into Transformers, and I have now about a million dollars worth of Transformers in my home. So you know what's going to happen to Transformers? They're going to go right under the ground because I've got them and I'm not getting rid of them, and they're just going to be covered in Transformers is what's going to happen. Very sad. But I know that I, we're going to go through this list. And if I find some toys that I still have somewhere in one of those boxes in the garage where I can't park, that I know it's in there. It's in that row of boxes right there. I haven't gone through them in about six months. But the last time I went through those boxes, I remember seeing it in that boxes right there, that row. I know that they're there. Tell me you to. I just should have burned them. I just should have burned them. <laughs> this is what should happen. I just should have burned them. Spag Ray Unleashed. We're going to get to the toys. Uh, we'll get to that slideshow because I want to help you too. If you have an opportunity, if you have, if you are like some people who tend to keep things and not throw things away, perhaps you have one of these items as well, and we can both make a little money and feel better about keeping things in our garages. Glenn and Tanya, you know them, Beck, head of the joint, they started real estate agents I trust. And the reason was because they personally were frustrated trying to sell their home. And and I lived through this with them, and I also lived through this uh, with myself. Uh, most people have a very, very bad experience. Uh, they hire a family member or a friend that's forced on them, which is always, oh, my friend Billy will take care of you. He'll sell your house. You don't want to say no, so you just say okay. Usually ends very badly for all involved and did for us and Glenn and Tanya. A home is usually the biggest investment we make in our lives. You need to have rock-solid advice because if you screw up buying or selling a home, it impacts you for many, many years. And 
I can attest to that. Uh, Real Estate Agents I Trust is a network of over 1,200 agents all over America, rigorously qualified by Glenn's team. Uh, Their experience, their marketing plans, their character, and the results they get for their clients are the barometers the team uses to ensure the network is made up of only the best agents in America. They are also, you know, they're fans of the show, uh, like you. So they share they share his values, our values, your values. They're, they're part of the team. So if you need to sell a house fast and for the most money, or if you're looking to go buy a house, go to Real Estate Agents I Trust, and you'll be introduced to the best agents in your town. Uh, let your agents earn your business. Let our agents earn the business that you want. Let Make money. Sell your house instead of sitting on it trying to sell a house out of state. I could tell, now, Glenn and Tanya were doing the same thing. They had their house in Connecticut. It was a, a nightmare. I had a house in Florida. Stu, I know he's talked about it. He's had his house in, in Pennsylvania. Nightmares. Nightmares forever. So, realestateagentsitrust.com. If you want to learn from our nightmares, don't have a nightmare of your own. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Did I say that right? Realestateagentsitrust.com. 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 Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Welcome to it. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, It's just Pat Unleashed. Just tweet us at Pat, Pat Unleashed. And tweet us at Jeffy MRA. Hashtag tell Pat. Yeah, you can do that like uh, Pat Gomer did. Uh, actually, Jeffy MRA's immune system may already be severely compromised, while his <laughs> other issues and the flu shot may possibly do him in. So, That's a, oh, I hope not. Hmm. Oof, man, I hope not. Trav, Trav, I hope it just adds to the whole mix. Sure, yeah. Uh, Trav Watkins uh, says Jeffy MRA uh, has been doing radio since it was smoke signals he will never retire i can't retire my, you know that's a, it's an ongoing joke and, and if knowing ted webb as i do uh we spoke to him uh, a little bit earlier in the broadcast and uh, he's retiring next week after next week after you know 25 years at 970 wfla and you know 55 years broadcasting but uh i uh hmm? i'm told hmm. that i cannot retire now some would say your wife tells you you can't retire. What does that tell you? Well, <laughs> to me, away. What? I'm sorry. What? I think she's uh, telegraphing a message. I no. I uh, originally I would think that as well. However, as a side note and a kind of a sad note, but it's the reason why she says that I can't retire because every person that we know in radio that we've known in the, over the years, even people that we haven't known but that have been in radio forever, whenever they retire. Mm-hmm. It's like months and they're dead. Yep, they're gone. Yep. It's like it's like within within a year, longest, they're dead. Yep. They just die. So my wife is, is is a big proponent of you're not retiring, <laughs> just not retiring, and I, I really kind of feel that way because mm-hmm. it does. Uh, I don't know what it is. Yeah. It might be. It might seem that way with other businesses as well. 
I don't know. I just know that every time I hear of a radio guy, yeah. hey, uh, we're gonna retire. I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to my farm in Indiana, and I'm gonna relax, and we're gonna re- we're gonna retire and just have a nice time with the wife. Dead. Yeah, I think I speak for everybody listening right now. Um, you, Jeffy, being a radio guy, we hope you never, ever, 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 ever retire. Ever. Please don't. Hey, um, Jack Hole Beer Guy says, whoa, hold on a minute. Jeffy MRA does laundry? See, I think there's a hole in your story. <laughs> you don't fold clothes. Stop it. Well, when I say do laundry, mm-hmm. all right, let's remember that I have a wife and two children. Here we go. All right. Let's remember that I have a wife and two children living under the same roof as me. Let's remember I have a father-in-law and a mother-in-law living under the same roof as me. All right. So when I say do laundry. Okay. I, there's the laundry room over there with the washer and dryer that I've purchased. Oh, look. There's soap. And, and oh, look. There's conditioner, fabric softener. Oh, look. And there's bleach. Oh, look. And there's dryer sheets that go into the dryer. Yeah. <clears throat> laundry. Okay. When I say folding laundry watching shows, I'm just, you know, they bring it in and throw it out the bed as I'm watching a show and I talk to them a little bit as I'm watching my show and they fold the clothes. That's folding, right? Sure. Right? I mean, you are. I mean, it is to me. You are Mr. Get It Done, aren't you? <laughs> Look, delegate, follow through. That's the most important thing. If you learn anything in life, I know that a lot of you out there want to know learn management skills. So I'm going to give you a I'm going to give you a management tip. First and foremost, only thing you need only thing you need to really remember skill-wise is being a manager. Delegate, follow through. <clears throat> okay, hold on. Delegate? Well, I got to write this. Follow down. through. Write it down. Keith, okay. write it down. I'm telling you, it's okay. only this is the number one tip you need to remember as if you want to be management. Delegate? Hold on. Follow through. Delegate the jobs, okay. come back around, make sure they get done. You're good. That management that management tip numero uno from me. You're welcome. All right. Delegate. Mm-hmm. Follow through. So I just wrote it down. I mean it. And I'm gonna make sure that everybody in the world can see what. Why you would you do that? I mean, if that, I'm giving you actually good, good, good advice. advice. Good, yes, good advice. Yeah. Delegate. Follow through, which is just a fancy way of saying my name is Jeffy and I'm lazy. No, no, it's a fancy way of looking at things and saying people need to get this done. Please get it done. I come back around to make sure that it's done. Okay. If your management skill has you delegating and you don't follow through, things will never get done. You're out of a job. Is there anything in particular happening in your life right now that you're uh, maybe inside your brain thinking about as you're giving us this MBA lesson? I no, I'm just just trying to be helpful. And we appreciate well, your the, time. I'm on the radio. I'm just I'm filling in for Pat. You sage of business wisdom. I, I'm just giving you advice. Thank I'm you. giving you a little help, helpful advice from years of experience. Number one management technique. Okay. Main thing you need to remember. Mm-hmm. What is it again? Um, That's what I thought. Don't delegate, listen follow to through. Jeffy. No, it's delegate, follow don't through. Don't listen to Jeffy. You say that, but you want them to listen to me, so it's, it means your job. Mm-hmm. So, hello, Blaze Radio Network at uh, 888-900-3393.
Any more tweets from tell, hashtag tell Pat or Pat Unleashed, uh, or are you done? I think you're done. Let's go to the toys, okay? We have done. time. I don't even know if we have time we're to done. get to the toys. So we, how many do we have? Oh, we don't have time to get to the 20 kid. We got to get to the toys, though. We have less than two. All right, you know we can. T- you know what I can talk about? We'll get to the toys after the top. See if we made any money on that. Plus, we may have to get to the. We also had the gems uh, from yesterday that we didn't get to, where we talked about the 42 hidden gems on Amazon that uh, are going to change your life. And we only did the first one, and we found out that Keith already had it. Mm-hmm. So it changed his life already. Yeah. So some others may come along uh, as well. All right. Uh, U.S. Navy, remember all the collisions they've been having with uh, the with the with their ships, and uh, they've been struggling trying to figure out what the problem is, what's happened. Well, now the ex commanders of those ships are going to be charged with negligent homicide. Unbelievable! Investigations have already found that both incidents were preventable and the result of multiple failures in the aftermath of the collisions vice admiral joseph p uh, was dismissed as commander of the seventh fleet the navy said in a statement that then commanding officer of the uss fitzgerald and three other lower ranking officers will face charges including dereliction of duty hazarding a vessel and negligent homicide wow i mean that is really really big you know they've stretched the military pretty thin uh, over the past, I don't know, eight years. And uh, now and they expect quite a lot out of our captains and uh, admirals uh, out there on the, uh, on the seas. And now we're going to start charging them with uh, negligent homicide. Ooh. Good luck. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393. We get just around the corner. Uh, coming in just or just outside. And uh, so, you know, just relax. All right, take a breath. It's the Blaze Radio Network. Thanks for coming along for the ride. Pat, a little under the weather, but I'm here. Producer Keith, well, I mean, he's here. I'm here. And, uh, you know, all the TV people, they're here. In fact, uh, Sarah, the, one of the television producers today, brought up, a, a, had a happening in this very room that yeah. was uh, fantastic. Yeah, you can find her on Twitter, at Awkward City, and she had uh, Chris Cruz's little hedgehog with her, huh? Uh, first Bob of all, the I cannot believe that Chris, don't, I cannot believe that Chris Cruz, Okay. Chris Cruz, okay. executive producer of the Tampa Bay, whatever the stupid morning show is. Is this, what's their show? It's the Morning Blaze. Oh, yeah, the Morning Blaze. Whatever the stupid Bay. show is. Anyway. The- <laughs> Tampa Bay? Anyhow, any time you start a sentence, I cares? can't believe anyway. Chris Cruz, I got news for you. I can believe anything Chris Cruz. Continue. <laughs> so he goes to that stupid thing last weekend. That uh, And it wasn't stupid. It was fun. And I wish I wasn't sick. I would have had fun there. At the Repticon uh, in Grapevine. Repticon 2018. Repticon. 
You too can see snakes listen from their jaw. Repticon 2018. Cool. Admit it. Uh, I know. So the uh, uh, so he goes and uh, Brad goes and uh, Keith or uh, Chris Cruz takes the wife, the new wife. Wait, I know his girlfriend. Oh, okay, but you know it's, it's the wife now. They're they're hooked at the knees, and uh, it's the wife. And so now. Apparently, the wife says, oh, look how cute the little hedgehog is. We should get one. It's not a and reptile. Chris Cruz skips his little skip to my do my darling skip over to the counter and buys a little hedgehog. It's the saddest thing I've ever seen in my life. What the hell was a hedgehog doing at a That's reptile factory? It's the saddest factory. thing I've ever seen in my life. Anyway... <laughs> I don't. Well, I mean, if you're if you're at a if you're at Repticon 2018, if you're there and you think, are people going to want to buy my snake or they're going to want to buy this cute little hedgehog thing? Hello, you look, you little hedgehog. You're, people are going to want to buy a hedgehog. Yeah, I mean, it's cute. So I'm you show admit that. Yeah. yeah. So you show you show you bring you show. Hey, there's a big snake. Want to buy one of these? Who's a good little hedgehog? And so they sell those and they make their money. So I mean, I, I good for them making a little money at. Repticon 2018. So he has it in here. Now I can't. Now this is another saddest thing ever. He doesn't. doesn't have a little. He didn't buy a little cage for the house. He just carries it around in a little stupid bag, and then he carries it around underneath his shirt and his his. Yeah, his, yeah. He's got his sweater and his it's his, a, uh, his yeah. uh, whatever the what do you call the hoodie scarf. Oh, he's got the yeah. stupid little. Uh, I'm sorry. He probably got the scarf as a gift from the wife. So the, he's got this nice scarf. They're not married, though. And he's got it crawling around underneath this thing. And he started. Yeah, that, that's a little disconcerting. Okay, when I room, stop it. I look stop in the right bag. Now. I look in the bag for little Bob the Hedgehog. And I see Chris sitting there. I'm like, hey, where's Bob? And he's like, he's right here. And I'm looking I'm like, what do you mean he's right here? And right Chris here. is he's wearing a his scarf and hoodie thing. And it's crawled up, hidden up in there. And by the way. That's a brave animal right there, I'll tell you. A. Uh, Bob, what a great thinking name that is for a hedgehog, huh? What should we call it? I don't know. It's a girl hedgehog. Let's call it Bob. If he had named okay. it Sonic, I would have punched him. Although I would have lived. I would, Sonic would have been what? fine. Every hedgehog has been named Sonic since 1987. Okay, it's, uh, it's better than Bob. Okay, it shows that they were actually at least thinking a little bit about... Who's got a cute little hedgehog? Come here, little baby. You's gonna grow up to be a great big hedgehog. You are. Come here, little baby. Bob, stop it. Baby Bob. Okay. It's alliteration, so, man. That, that works. So, baby Bob. And that having been said, so Sarah's in here, and she goes, "Oh, I want to see the little hedgehog. Where's your little hedgehog?" And so Chris pulls it out from under his armpit or wherever the hell he's keeping it at the time, and he said. Uh, and, she, and I got, I'm going to say this quietly so it's not her, but Sarah was a little mad at her girlfriend, uh, Bowie, because Bowie played with it the whole time not long ago in the TV room and didn't give it to Sarah. Mm. She was pissed. So she came in here to play with the hedgehog. And she was all, ha, 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 the hedgehog pooped and peed on Bowie. Ha, 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 that's what she gets. <laughs> that's what she gets for not letting me play with the cute little Bob. Mm-hmm. And so we're sitting here, and she's got, she's got Bob the hedgehog, and all of a sudden she goes, ah! 
just like that. I was 50 yards away down the hall, and I wanted to know who was dying. That was um, quite an so, experience. Uh, the, as you could, and we first look up, go, what is wrong? Mm-hmm. And then we realized that the hedgehog had uh, decided that, hey, I need to go to the bathroom again. Because he's a wild animal, and that's what they do. That's why you keep them in a cage and not wrapped in your armpit with a scarf. And I got news for uh, Sarah, who is uh, going to be a new mom soon. Um, little babies, oh, yeah, they, they're going to ba- do that too. Yeah, they are, but babies, so... babies are not hedgehogs. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, the little hedgehog You can quote turd. me on that. Listen, there's another, here's another business point. It's more traumatic you. than the poop going all over the place. Here's, this it. is another quote you can write down that will keep with you every day. Oh, you mean get Babies my... are not hedgehogs. Anyway, the... Um, going to write that one down. Nah, I'm good. I'll just commit it to memory. All right. I mean, that's fine. But uh, it, it is a big difference. Big difference. And I, I, I get where, you know, where you're going and I understand it. You know, babies are, you know, uh, spend quite a bit of time taking care of babies because they haven't mastered the art of relieving themselves yet. However, <laughs> they're still little babies and they're adorable and they're beautiful. They're not Bob the Hedgehog. Okay? Yeah. Why well, I, I have no idea why I'm beating up on Chris Cruz, except that it's just sad that well, he bought this damn hedgehog. I pet the hedgehog, and oh, I, you took, did? I had a selfie taken with it earlier. Oh and, my uh, gosh! Yeah, it's cute. You know, with Bob and with Bob, and um, that's what Chris is going to do. He's going to start selling selfies down in the corner of downtown I, Dallas with Bob. Selfies with Bob the Hedgehog. Yeah, I guess I don't. Dallas' know to, own Bob. I don't know how to pet hedgehogs. I guess there's a safe way, and uh, my finger hurt for like an hour. Oh, like you, I, yeah, you can't, you gotta go, got you gotta little, go a little shard in there forward, or right? Or, I don't or, know. I guess it would be backwards. Yeah, backwards. Whatever right. I did, it was stupid. It wasn't worth it. Way to go. Sorry, Bob. You just. Way to go. Worried. I'm in love with the idea that I want Chris Cruz on the corner in downtown Dallas. Okay, that's probably happened. Selfies with Bob the Hedgehog, Dallas's own Bob the Hedgehog. Oh. We have oh. to make Bob the Hedgehog a Dallas celebrity. Have you seen Chris Cruz in his nurse's outfit? Because he's probably worn that on a corner in Dallas. Okay, so I'm just saying he's probably already handled that part of it. I mean, now he just needs to take a, the hedgehog. It was a cute movie. little nurse outfit. Uh huh. I'll be reposting that uh, momentarily at the Blaze Keith. I want, I want, I want, I want Dallas to have its very own Bob the Hedgehog. I mean, we have to make this a star. I want it Instagrammed, <laughs> Bob the Hedgehog, Dallas's own Bob the Hedgehog. We got to make that happen, and, and we have to realize <laughs> Dallas's own Bob the Hedgehog. She's great. <laughs> so incredibly stupid. All right, let's get back to the crime. Sorry. It get, you know, I don't know what I do. I just go off the rails and know it's just what I do. I'm sorry. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did you say you? Let's go off the rails. I start talking about. No, I start talking about other stuff. I won't hear. Him. I got to lose focus. Mm. Yeah, me too. Because I'm looking for my. Uh, can't believe. Yes, somewhere in my phone. Boy, this would be incriminating. Somewhere oh, yeah, in my find phone stupid... is a picture of Chris Cruz in a nurse's outfit. I have that somewhere, too. It's mm-hmm. on his Instagram page, too. Just mm-hmm. go to the Instagram and okay. hit the pictures. Anyway, what you got there? Did I? Did you ever find the... Did we ever find the... Hey, let's, look at the let's look at our phones on the radio together. Good morning. Did you ever find the... Uh, I'm looking through the gallery right now on my Samsung gear. Oh, screenshots, downloads, mm-hmm. hangouts, and Instagram. But I think it was just a, a regular... Oh, I might have taken it. My wife might have taken it and sent it to me, which makes it then it's not a camera it's then a screenshot download so it might be at the downloads mm-hmm. uh, but I saw the entire great long stick of 
of. I don't know. I don't like where this sentence is. Brussels sprouts that you had. Oh, yeah. Nasty. Ooh, look at the. the There's a picture of Jeff Fisher and Charlie Daniels when he was in the building. And you want to talk about my wife not being very happy? That's another good point right there. Let's go ahead and put that camera down and stop talking about the pictures. Let's talk about the uh, toys that you might have in your garage that might be worth a lot of money. All right. How about Garbage Pail Kids cards? Mm, I love that. Hey, man, they might not have been popular with the parents, but the kids loved them. If you went against your parents' wishes, and kept buying the cards anyway because they're worth a lot. One card recently sold for $300 and an entire 1985 Garbage Pail Kids series going for $4,000 on eBay. What? I know. I know. Pretty pretty amazing. All right, so how about Pokemon cards? Pokemon, Pokemon cards. Uh, Pokemon cards. Some Pokemon cards are even worth thousands uh, if they are rare and kept in good condition. So dig them out. Dig them out. But see these cards. Kind of. Like this is something that the 1978 Luke Skywalker action figure. Oh, no. You're now you're going to break my heart. Now, you know. Like, you know that there's people in America right now that are going, I've got that one and yeah. that one. Luke bro- got his leg broken in 82. And, you know, the, so the doll is like one leg, yeah. one arm. You know, the hair is colored in. My sister, my sister sharpied his hair. Oh. You know, it stuck a nail in the side of his head. You know, I mean, that's what that's what happens in America. But there's got to be, there's one, there's one girl that still has her Luke Skywalker. It might be, sadly, a guy. Um, these fans, the Luke Skywalker action figure released in 1978, 25 thousand dollars <laughs> oh you have that i don't know in what box in the garage is no when i looked over your shoulder there it's not the one i was thinking that i had when i was a kid so eh. it's not the seven it's not it the go. original seven yeah. but listen to this sad kitty uh tweeted out at you that um uh it's okay jeffy i ignorantly sold a barbie from the early 60s with a carry case and all of her clothes at a yard sale for five dollars that's oh. five Dollars, not right. five hundred, which she was worth at the time. At the time, yeah. Think now. So I don't Holy know when she cow! Fortune now. Oh. I know it's it's sad. Pez dispensers. Mm, yeah. But I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a Pez dispenser. I mean, I kind of get it. Yeah. The 1982 Pez dispenser, known as the Astronaut B, sold for thirty-two thousand dollars. Amazing. Why do I not have the 1982 Astronaut B Pez dispenser? Mm-hmm. Wow. The original Monopoly board. I bet you I know in one of those boxes in my garage I have that. Hmm. The original. I mean, we, I've got Monopoly. I've had Monopoly games in my life forever. And I'm pretty sure I still have it. I mean, it's it's in pretty good shape, too. Now, the original hand-drawn version. I'm surprised Glenn doesn't own this, actually. This is surprising. The, the original hand-drawn version made by Charles Darrow in 1933, sold for $146,500 in 2011. Why doesn't Glenn own this? <laughs> he, he might. Don't give him ideas, man. No, I don't think he does own this. I, I don't remember him telling me about owning the Monopoly board. But he should own this. This is a mistake. This should be, owned, should say, owned by the Glenn Beck Collection, uh, by the Glenn Beck Museum. Uh, I mean, that's some serious cash for these Monopoly boards. I don't think you're going to get 
146000 for the original beat-up Monopoly board. Game Boy! Oh, my gosh. You remember these stupid Game Boys and uh, Tetris? Holy cow. Oh, my gosh. All right, so if you have a special edition Game Boy, such as the Game Boy Lite, it can go for 1500 bucks. I know we've got a Game Boy or two laying around boxes somewhere in the house. I know we do. I know we do. I know it. I, I don't, Hot Wheel cars. Since 1948, four, four billion? I guess it is four billion. Hot Wheels cars have been made. Uh, 1969 Volkswagen Beach Bomb prototype. <clears throat> Never making it to wide production. Wow. The 1969 Volkswagen Beach Bomb prototype. Never making it to wide production. $125,000 if you had one of those bugs. Wow. I mean, that is something if you had one of those. First edition Pound Puppies Plus. <laughs> Sorry, wait, wait a minute. minute. Stop it. Oh, no. I did think I might have had something. I know. I think my, oh, I know my cousins did no. for sure. Oh, no. When Pound Puppies first made their appearance in the 80s, kids went crazy. Pound Puppies. First edition. There First edition go. Pound Puppy. $5,000. Okay. I don't want to talk anymore. Wow. I'm sad. First edition. Yes. Amazing. The Cabbage Patch Dolls. I mean, of course, everybody talks about the Cabbage Patch Dolls. Now, that was something that went crazy and then went away, and now it's back to, I saved them. Told you you should have saved them. Uh, they have, let's see, Cabbage Patch Dolls are huge a long time, depending on the doll. You can earn serious cash. Cabbage Patch Dolls, oh, these belong to a certain family. The proceeds have over 5,000 dolls in their custom-built Maryland Museum. All right. Um, dear proceeds, Pat and Joe. You have a Cabbage Patch Doll Museum. You know that's their garage. <laughs> okay, you know that is. Yeah. All right. So I have a I have a cardboard museum in my garage. Um, <laughs> the built the Maryland Museum and are selling their whole collection, the entire collection. And you know the museum is in their garage. I just want to be clear about this. Their entire collection, three hundred and sixty thousand dollars. I bet you get the garage on that deal. Wow. I bet you they throw in the garage on that deal. <laughs> This, oh, I, I have this. I know it. I have Sega. A Sega Genesis console. Oh, we have Sega. Yes. Oh, no. We used to play. I remember playing Jurassic Park and all that stuff with Sega. NHOPA. Uh, all right. If you happen to own a cross Sega Genesis game system, don't throw it away. I'm not. It's in the garage. I know I have it. I have the remotes. I know I have the games. Uh, it's about two grand. Oh, we're digging out the garage. You know, this is why you don't throw stuff away. This is my point exactly. <laughs> yep. Of why you don't throw stuff away. The Fisher Price Push Cart Pete. From nineteen from nineteen thirty-six. I remember having one of these. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> no, this was after you grew up. Today, if you happen to come across Pete and he's not looking too bad, you can make an easy three thousand dollars for the little Fisher Price Push Cart Pete. You might find that in a, at a thrift store somewhere. Stuff's in the corner. How much is it worth? About three grand. Oh, okay. The 1982 Skeletor action figure. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't want... He-Man and yeah. Skeletor yeah, are the most actual action figures from Masters of the Universe world. I totally have that. I let my kids play with the my he stuff. The 1982 inbox, mint condition, oh. Skeletor action figure. No. Two grand. Yeah. Sorry. Wow. Can't even the Skeletor action figures are going for two grand for this piece of crap. 
was the greatest cartoon of all time. I sir. know we had this. We had my cousins and my friends all had this stupid thing, Light Bright. Light Bright. Remember the the stupid song from the commercial? Yeah. Light Bright. Find that stupid. I want to hear the Light Bright commercial. <clears throat> I know. I, light Bright. Okay, so an original Light Bright. A hundred bucks. Oh, that's not. I mean, you get a hundred bucks for a light bright. You paid twenty bucks for it in the sixties or seventies. That's not. It doesn't sound like that big a deal. Hundred bucks for it, but I mean, it's better than throwing it away, I guess. All right, so we have the light, light, right? I can't remember the words to the stupid thing. I don't. I don't either. I okay. do remember them. in the colored pegs and follow the patterns. Stop it's easy the to make your favorite the pictures and characters, or you can always create your own light pictures. Light bright, light bright, turn on the magic of shining light. Light bright from Milton Bradley. Think about it. You are listening to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Yes, this is Pat Unleashed, uh, you know, because uh, without Pat, on the Friday edition of uh, Pat Gray Unleashed, Pat's uh, still under the weather, so just, uh, you know, say a quick prayer for him, and then he'll get better over the weekend and be back with you on Monday. You can tweet us uh, at Pat Unleashed, uh, at Jeffy MRA, hashtag uh, tell Pat. We're going through uh, some toys that uh, you may have stashed in your garage or in your attic. I know that's a, that's a common thing, uh, stashing things in the attic. Uh, you know what happens to toys that get stashed in the attic in Texas? They melt. <laughs> yeah. They melt. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you've been in your attic. If you live in uh, the northern part of Texas here in the yeah. Metroplex. I've been in my attic quite a bit lately. Thank you, Mice. But uh, continue. I'm surprised that they just don't cook up there. Hmm. Because uh, I'm telling you, I've gone up to my attic a few times, and it gets a little warm. Uh, just a tad warm. Sure does. And I'm glad that when the AC guy comes... And I pulled out the little wooden stairwell that goes up in there. I get to stand down here. <laughs> yep, light switch on the right up there. <laughs> just uh, just watch where you step. I'm, I'm not going up there. <laughs> All right. So we found out that the light bright really, uh, you know, not worth uh, only a hundred bucks huh. uh, if you could find one that's still working. Uh, but I want to take uh, take you through the weekend uh, with uh, with remembering. Light bright, light bright, turn on the magic of colored lights. Light bright, You're light bright, make a face to glow at night. Smiling friends, shining bright, make a sign to say goodnight. Just pop in the colored Just pens and the follow the pens. patterns. It's easy to make your favorite pictures and characters, or you can always create your own light pictures. Yeah. Light Wow. Wow. So now, next in line uh, for the possibility of having uh, worth a couple of bucks of uh, what may be considered junk in your garage, Happy Meal Toys. Wow. Happy Meal Toys. The value uh, varies depending on which Happy Meal toy you have. 
Uh, Happy Meal toys have been around since 79. Certain themes have become collectibles, like the 2002 Disney-themed characters. The 2002 Disney-themed characters that recently sold on eBay for $300. But that's, I mean, that's one theme. And good luck getting all the theme. You know, if you have if you have every Happy Meal that came within that structure, um, good luck. Good luck. I mean, we... I'd hate to say that I have a few Happy Meal toys. A Furby. Oh, my gosh. Stupid Furbies. I remember these stupid Furbies. Put them down in a box. You know what it reminded me of? This reminds me of Chris Cruz's stupid hedgehog. You put it down in a box, and there it is, and it's just... A mixture between a hamster and an owl and a Chris Cruz hedgehog. These Furby toys become incredibly popular in the 90s. Yeah, no kidding. A, an original Furby in an unopened box, which, good luck. I mean, come on now. An original Furby in an unopened box, 900 bucks. Mm. I mean, so if you've got one that works and it's, you still have the box, you probably get 500 for it. That's still, that's not bad. One of those bougie little things. All right, a talk boy. Oh, my gosh. A talk boy. Tell me you didn't have one of those, Keith Malinak. Tell me. Uh, some After similar the release that, yeah. of Home Alone 2, oh. Lost in New York, Talk Boy became really popular with a stylish version of a tape recorder. Yeah. If you're still holding on one of the days, you can look to me. That's only a couple hundred bucks. But these Talk Boys were really cool. Really cool at the time. I remember those stupid things, but they weren't that worth that much. Beanie Babies. Uh, okay, the 1997 first edition Princess Diana Beanie Bear. $12,000. Wow. Yeah, dumb. Dumb. The Lionel's Pennsylvania Trailblazer. Oh, I wish I had this. The Lionel Pennsylvania Trailblazer train set. I love trains, man. And I, 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 this is a cool set. You ever come across a 1934 standard gauge version of this train set while cleaning out your attic or basement? You're in luck. I mean, my... I wish these things are worth a lot. And you want to know how much this bad boy, if you hmm. find this? 1934. Standard gauge version. $250,000. Oh, boy. I bet you're kicking yourself because you probably remember opening that present on I Christmas sure morning do, in December man. 1934. I do, man. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle action figures. $600 a piece. Wow. Some of the pieces originally could hit up to 5000 And the vinyl cape Jawa. Ha! Get five grand for that? Are you kidding me? The Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here. On the Blaze Radio Network. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Thank you for coming along for the ride today on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat, a little under the weather. He'll be back on Monday, so dry your eyes. It's okay. He'll be back on Monday. You can still tweet us uh, now and throughout the weekend and whenever your little heart desires. At Pat Unleashed or at Jeffy MRA. You know, one of the things that uh, I failed to mention today is the pro-life march uh, going on. Uh, in D.C. today. Um, 
fascinating to see the pro-life march and have hundreds of thousands of people show up uh, for for life. And then uh, have it covered by, oh, I don't know, no one. I mean, for some networks, I don't know. I don't want to mention any names, CNN. It's like it's not even happening. We just, oh, that whole March for Life thing. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Hey, remember last year? Remember last year when at President Trump's inauguration and we brought in all our women and we wanted to protest President Trump's inauguration and we hadn't done anything yet and he was just a brand new president and stuff. So we hated him anyway. So we put pink hats on and we marched around and we wanted people to know that we hate him and we're for killing babies and we hate we hate men who who are men. We hate them. Remember? Remember we did that last year? Yeah, but isn't there a pro-life march going on right now in Washington today as we speak? Well, nobody cares about that. We're not going to cover that. Are you kidding me? This doesn't make any sense. It just, it just, you know, it's almost like, it's almost like particular networks have particular agendas. But hey, it's just me. Almost like. Uh, Don, in California, you are on the Blaze Radio Network. Hey, how you doing there, Jeff? I am so freaking good. I hate to bring your Friday down, oh, but I no. got to do it. I All love right. you, Jeff. I think you're the greatest. But, uh, but I was watching TV this morning and happened to flip on the uh, uh, the channel that has the House of Representatives. They were voting on a bill that would. I love that channel, by the way. I know. I just I mean, it was riveting. Yeah, got it. Riveting. I know. And just as a side note, that, that's what they, that's what that's all they do is they vote on stupid bills. Yeah, <laughs> well, this one really got me. Almost made me start crying. Oh no! There was a bill to protect babies from botched abortions, and it blew me away. One Republican voted against it. The rest of them voted for it to protect the babies. Right. One Democrat voted for it. All the other Democrats voted against it. Wow, well, that's that's a. Uh, I, I I wish I knew what bill that was, but so the, the what they're what you're saying is that they were saying that it, for the abortions where there was trouble, uh, right. and you you called it botched abortions, but for when there when we have an abortion that there's a problem, um, we're going to air that the baby lives, or we're going to air that the baby continues. We get to continue to kill it. Correct. Wow. And they did say botched abortions on a t- on the heading. Wow. And so, and but we it did so we're able to let it live now thanks to the vote. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. Well, that's good, right? Well, it is, but it's all but one Democrat. Well, you so know, look, Democrats, one of them dead. They, yeah, they don't of care. course they don't care. They, they really they don't care. It's, it's it's horrible. Look, you're in California. I mean, we've already we've seen we've got cases going on now in, in your in your uh, new state. Are you in the new state or the old state of California? Hopefully, my own state. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, we see it in your state all that now. They're fighting over uh, you know being able to tell people uh, that they can't. Hey, look, uh, here's a here's a pro life building, uh, but hey, don't forget you can kill your baby too. We know you love your kid, but you get to kill it if you want. Yeah, well, we have Moonbeam Brown in charge here, and I remember him back in the 70s, and uh, 
I'm originally not from California, so thank God for that. Why, but, why did you uh, let's stop for one second? Why did you move to California? Parents moved us out here when I was 10 years old from the Midwest. So you're like a DACA baby in California. Just get out. Nobody's stopping you. You can leave. Yeah, but then you're lucky you'll get deported like that guy in Michigan. Yeah, you can leave. I don't know know. if you know that. You can leave. Yeah, I'm looking at Idaho. Fine. I mean, guess what? You can pick any other state. This is America. You get to leave. California can't keep you. If California's tried to keep you there, damn it, we're sending in a crew. Oh, please do. I could use a help movement. Can I give you a smile? Absolutely. I figured out on the great leader of North Korea on his golf score. Yes. I figured out, I figured out how he did it. By- his own private miniature golf course. Each hole has a giant magnet, and each ball was painted white with metal. He can't miss. It's very possible. Uh, would, that would not surprise me. But it's also it would not surprise me. Thank you, Don. I appreciate it, and bless you. And don't forget, you can leave. I don't care what they're telling you. I don't care how long they're telling you. You can leave. And, Don, get out now before the rest of us build a fence around the Golden State. Um, by the way, uh, Chuck Schumer just got done with a meeting with uh, President Trump. Uh, he says that they had a long, detailed meeting. Um, they're still working on many disagreements. This baby's shutting down tonight. Oh, nice. Okay. Because so. above the representative Steny Hoyer, who's speaking in the radio room or wherever their little progress room is, says government funding through February 16th. Uh, that's no, what the, they're, they're the Senate debating is debating it. They're that, still debating yeah. it, yeah. Okay, so uh, we can't, that means Armageddon is going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I so mean, we're we are all closer done. to Armageddon. Yeah, nine hours, 21 minutes. I've tri- I tried to over. make it a fun day today, knowing that this was the end tonight at midnight. So, you know, hopefully you find, you know, you find your special Monopoly board in the box in your garage and you go out there and you sell it today and you're all happy and you say, hey, I sold my old Monopoly board. Yay. It was an original. I mean, this guy really wanted it. I made him happy. And now I've got some cash and tomorrow I can take the family out. No, the government is shutting down. It's midnight. Armageddon. So, you know. I mean, I don't know how to live without government being in full operation and Thank control you. of every aspect of my life. Thank you. I mean, everything is going to so, shut down I completely. Mean, we might that's well, the whole thing. Is it too soon and premature to call in for next week? What? Yeah, because, I mean, I just... How, how are we going to get here? The roads are obviously going to crumble no, between no, now and Monday. No, are you kidding me? No, the roads are going to be open. Though. No. Be open. No, it's not, 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 no, the government is down. going to shut down, which means that all life on Earth will practically cease. Yeah, no, it's funny that you say that because... The, it's still gonna. The roads are still gonna be open, and things are still gonna still be open. I mean, like you'll be able yeah. to. Grocery stores will be bare. Right. I know that's what you think, but no. I'm telling you, dude, it's gonna happen. No, it's not gonna. They're gonna be open. Well, why else would CNN have a countdown for a week telling me that's what's gonna happen? I, I. It's weird that way, but things aren't actually like that. Like, like at midnight when Armageddon hits and it's the black hole of God, and the government shuts down. Um. I can still run to the 24-hour Walmart. No, no, that's not. No, because you know all these Netflix <laughs> shows you like and, to binge watch? Yeah. They're gone. As of men, you better get home, watch everything you can between now what? and midnight. It's over, man. It's over. Oh, no, I'll still be able to watch. The government shutting down. So does our lives. The end. Sorry. Oh, no. Sorry, man. I thought all that stuff would still be. No. Because, no. like, Netflix is an essential thing to living. And what's shutting down 
on Armageddon is not essential, right? So I'm I'm just trying to tell you right now. It's over. So live it up. You got nine hours and T minus nine hours nineteen minutes. Okay. So Oh my goodness gracious. I want to hear from my man Craig Fegner, who's in Las Vegas, and we're not gonna be able to hear from him until Monday now. Gosh darn it. He was at the briefing. According to um, our producers who were watching the briefing press conference in Vegas, uh, they told us that they were saying that uh, they were passing out a report to everyone. So that'll be some some weekend reading <laughs> for you. <laughs> yeah, by maybe candlelight since you don't have uh, electricity oh, so, oh, anymore because right. the government's that's shutting right. down. Print it before you leave work. Print right. it before you leave work. And don't email it to yourself because the internet's going down. No, too. print it. Print mm-hmm. it. Get it out and print it so you actually have a hard copy so that you can actually read it under candlelight. Or yep. otherwise, that's the only way you're going to be able to read it. Yeah. Or, you know, I mean, you, you can read it during the day. But uh, Las Vegas shooter Paddock had child porn on his computer, FBI investigating a person of interest. So there is still someone that they're looking at. Then why the heck did he just say that? There wasn't. There wasn't anybody right. else involved. <laughs> what the hell? See, but I that's don't. the FBI. That's not the sheriff. No, right? that was the sheriff. Uh, no, okay, FBI. Yeah, FBI. You're right. FBI is investigating. That's what I just said. Um, yeah. That's okay. okay. So the sheriff is telling us the FBI is investigating a person of interest, but the sheriff says, "What did I say earlier?" He said he the, the, completely in. believes he's in, and the girl and the it. girlfriend's out. The girlfriend's safe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never, she, she's good to go. Don't worry about it. We're done with her. That's unbelievable. And I'd be fascinating to see. Uh, never mind. I can't the, say, hold I can't on. The report say says loud. Paddock did not commit a crime until he fired the first round into the crowd at the Las Vegas Village. Okay. Okay. Right. So they are saying that he was clean. I mean. Right. He wasn't part of any kind of. Because, uh, I mean, if you need a pat. Oh, sorry. You need a right, right. Sorry. I'm playing Jeffy now. Uh, so it's Okay. I'm it's looking. not a crime to barricade yourself into a hotel room. I, I, I'd guess not. Yeah. I guess so. It's not a crime. I wonder what's the, I mean, I'm sure that there's some kind of hotel limit, but not a law. You know, hotel. That's rules and regulations of the hotel. Well, that doesn't make it so. Sure. so. Sheriff Lombardo did say that um, they still have a lot of work to do trying to piece together what happened. Come on now. So they're still working on that. Why? What are they doing? I mean, it's almost like they're making it worse. The only reason is they came out. I can't wait to read the report. Um, they, they came out today because today was, you know, marked that 110th day mm-hmm. without a, any kind of briefing or, or or press conference so they wanted to get that out of the way so they could get sick of hearing people saying it's been over 100 days it's been over 100 days so they got that out of the way but they don't bring anything to the table and they're still contradicting themselves with what they bring to the table it doesn't make any sense and then we had uh, our congressman mm-hmm. tell us that he's got a good authority that it was isis yeah the congressman from pennsylvania he's got it on good authority now this okay. M- and this may not be a big deal. I don't know, but uh, it's just interesting um, that um, Paddock's body was cremated. Yeah, they gave it to his brother. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. And his brother's keeping it in a safe deposit box? Is that what I saw? 
Oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've, I mean, I, I did guess, not hear that. But I've but never I, heard no, of that. No, because we talked about, we talked about uh, how the coroner's office made sure that it was delivered, uh-huh. uh, you know, securely. Typically, those are known as mausoleums, all right? But uh, I guess in this case, uh, we're just going down to the Wells Fargo. Yeah, I mean, you can use your you can use your security box for anything you want. Yeah, right. You're right. I mean, that doesn't matter. Mm-mm. You're paying the money for the security box to keep what the hell you want in there. Mm-hmm. Bank. Okay, don't tell me I can't keep my brother's ashes in here. What do you keep in your <laughs> safe deposit box? Twelve forty-five. It's one forty-five, two forty-five uh, Eastern on oh. uh, the Blaze Radio Network. Did you just did not hear my question. I'm sorry. Have you not been using uh, WaxRx? What would you need? I said, what do you keep in your safe deposit box, Jeffy? Uh, it's 1.45 uh, Central Time, 2.45 uh, Eastern, here on the Blaze Radio Network, Pat maybe, Unleashed. Maybe I should just speak telepath. into your jaw, snake. <laughs> um, first, Keith, you are assuming two things. Yeah. You're assuming, one, I make enough money to have a, a security box. Safe deposit box, uh-huh. And uh, two, you're assuming that I'm going to actually tell you what I keep in that box because there's not a chance in hell. Okay, and I don't need a, a box. You know why, Keith? I have a Liberty Safe. That's true. I have a Liberty Safe. Baby. Excellent point. Don't need one of those bad boys. And I could use another one. I'm, thinking, I'm looking into getting another Liberty Safe. Bad boy's not big enough for you? That is not, it's so amazing. I love that stupid safe. I guess so I should have said it's not big enough for you. Fat boy? The fat boy? <laughs> Uh, the fat boy style safe that the, you have. Yes, yes, the fat boy style uh-huh. safe from Liberty Safe. I love that stupid safe. Yeah. And one of the things that you'll that you find out that you know this is not a, a it's not a paid endorsement except that well it is kind of a paid endorsement but no, they're not, not having a commercial. No, we're just talking about it. It's they, not on the log. Wait, but they, it's nothing we have to talk about. And, oh, okay. This is just two guys talking about oh, yeah. Liberty Safe. Hey, well, my fat boy, my Liberty Safe. It sure is true what Glenn says uh, over the years is that uh, man when you get one you realize. Man, that's not big enough. Uh-huh. Just keep putting stuff in Is it. Is anything ever big enough for you, though? Man, do I want to answer that. Pat Gray. Unleashed. The Blaze Radio Network. Gray returns on the Blaze Radio Network. 888-900-3393 is the phone number on the Blaze Radio Network. Thank you for coming along for the ride today. Uh, it really was Stack of Stuff Friday, and we got sidetracked and sidetracked and sidetracked again, so I'm going to try to wheel this thing back in a little bit and uh, get to the Stack of Stuff. Like, we never did get to the 42 hidden gems you can find on Amazon that'll change your life. Uh, we started that yesterday, and we found out that Keith already had number one. Which yeah. is the uh, the credit card thing, right? The uh, the little tool. I should have brought it in. Yes, yes. Out of the truck. I'm sorry. Well, thanks for being part of the show. Yeah. Anyway, my son got it for me. It fits in your wallet, and um, it just has basically. It's it's almost like the, a multi tool kit, like a knife would be, but it's just a flat credit card size thing, like a bottle opener and a nice. ruler and a, and a whatever. Tons of screwdriver. Everything. It's really cool. So it's one of the forty two things that changed your life, and it oh. actually. Has it's changed my life. Thank, so thank you. Ezra. I'll, I'll tweet the link out to the forty-two things mm. uh, that could change your life, and if it changed your life, well, let me know. 
Uh, we have a stack of stuff here. We got World War II uh, veteran. I meant to get Bob Dole. You know, congratulations to him. Uh, you know, he got his got the award, got the gold medal, the Congressional Medal of Honor. You know, hello, Bob Dole, you're great. You're 185,000 years old. You finally, you're still alive, and we're gonna, you know, America isn't the America that we love without you, Bob Dole. And he's in a wheelchair, and the big news is that uh, even Bob Dole, at 185,000 years old, uh, stood up for the national anthem. So if we had elected him in 1996, he would have been, what, 179,000-something <laughs> years old? Yes. That would have been yes. worth having a president I just to be able to say that. would have been the oldest president. Shattered the record. At the time, yeah. So a stack of stuff, uh, get through your family hires. Why is this? Okay, this is something I think that you enjoyed that I, I'd like to have explained to me. Uh-oh. The story that's been in this, because <laughs> I, I heard Pat say something earlier in the week uh-huh. when he was still here, unsick. And <laughs> but we didn't get the pictures up there of the family so photos. So family hires professional photographer online uh-huh. can't stop laughing at results. Right. So And so what was the big thing about this so story? So a family sits for pictures out in a park. Right. And they hire this lady, like you said, right, and okay. when they get the finished product back, the touch-up and the color is showing on the blazetv.com right now. Right. Those are the finished product because the lady said that her teacher never did instruct her how to properly um, shade, do, uh, do touch-ups, do touch-ups uh, in, in bright light or whatever. Right. So you ended up getting, well, cartoon character faces on these finished products, family portraits, the blazetv.com will be... Uh, Tweeting those out here momentarily for you. <laughs> because that I mean, that's is, kind of embarrassing. Yeah, that's a little bit. Uh, now, she said, no, that's a, this is the world we live in, Jeffy, where half-assed is just good enough. I, that's what, right. And we're supposed to say, okay? What do you mean? What's wrong? Like this, is me, like, this lady that took these pictures would be going on the equivalent of, say, um, American Idol for photographers and be yes, shocked, shocked when she Simon gets, says, uh, those no. are absolutely horrid. Yeah, no, get out. What do you uh, mean? Everyone's told, always told me they're told, so good. Right. Whoever told you you could take pictures uh, is lied You've been you. lied to your entire yeah. life. I'm sorry. Get off. We're still uh, dividing whether President Trump is a racist. Uh, so that's gone to the wayside now that we're going to shut down the government at midnight tonight. Well, for you know why Armageddon he's doing that. 2018. He's doing that. He's making it happen because he hates black people so much and he doesn't want them to get the services that we all enjoy. That's the reason. I mean, it's a Holy crazy. Cow. It's like, yeah, right. it's, it's a weird thought process, right. but um, that's exactly why the man. So doing we still it. have a little bit of time left for uh, Don to head down to uh, White House South, Mar-a-Lago. Uh, I'm sorry, President Trump. Uh, if they come to a deal and they don't shut down the government, <laughs> Armageddon 2018 uh, tonight by midnight, he could still make it to, to Mar-a-Lago tonight. Yeah, he's probably right now. He's probably pushing back that tea time. He's like, "All right, let's go for noon now." <laughs> okay, wait. What time's the sunset? I'll be done. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Most Americans, I can't cover a thousand-dollar emergency. That's kind of sad, actually. That's true. Nancy Pelosi to be guest judge on RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars. That might be a worth watch. That's called shoring up your base. That might I think be that's worth what's watch, happening yeah. now with the Democrats as they wow. head to 2018. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's exactly Look, what that is. We have the former is. Speaker of the House uh, judging. That's exactly what that is. Pope Drags. Francis. Mary's couple during flight. Did they want to be married? Uh, they had been married in the past, um, but uh, something like, I don't know, they had to so do it real quick or whatever. The Pope had never before married a couple yeah. during a flight. So Noting guess Pope who's Francis on the flight? said the event was historic. 
The Pope. The Pope was on the Okay, for okay, I know that this Pope is, you know, a Mister, Marxist. Mr. Yes, <laughs> yeah, we'll leave it at that. Leave it there. Um, but why is the Pope flying on Right, you know what? Doing flying on a regular plane. I don't know. He's the Pope. Yeah, but isn't he the guy that like lives in like a one bedroom? Yeah, when he first moved uh, into uh, uh, Rome, he was living in some little corner shack, saying he didn't want to live in the Pope in the Pope. Rooms or whatever the heck it's the called. Pope rooms. Yeah, the Pope rooms. I think that's the actual. Uh, title. The Pope, you don't want to live in the Pope, Pope rooms. rooms. But I think he's now come. I think they've made middle ground. I don't necessarily know he's living in the Pope rooms, but he's pretty close because <laughs> uh, he's to the Pope. Well, he's still fine, coach. Apparently, I don't know. I mean, come on, come on now. Because I, if I'm on a plane mm-hmm. and the Pope walks on, yeah. I just say, okay, thank you. can you say a prayer as you walk by there, Popper? But like, like with the Pope <laughs> hat, Popper. like the Pope hat, do they make you check that? Is it like oversized luggage? How yeah, do I mean, you and fit it right. in the compartment. Is deal? the Pope going through TSA? Stop it! I mean, really? Stop it! Is is Juanita at the TSA tagging down the Pope? Uh, no, I got, we're going to go through extra security for you, sir. Rome, sir. Sir, you in the hat, sir. Let's see if it'll fit in this here. You in the row, let's go. Right here. Does it fit? It does not fit. Right here in the back. Right, we're going to have to tag your hat, Pope. In the back. I look at the alarm's going off. Uh, <laughs> that's the way it goes. What's your name? Good ID? <laughs> have you traveled to foreign countries? Why, yes, I'm the Pope. That's <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> that's just, that just can't be. The Pope just cannot I don't fly know, man. like that. We're, I don't know what. Let's be honest. I don't know what he was flying. We're just going to the fact I that there's a stewardess on there. Marrying, he's marrying people on a flight. Yeah. Now, maybe, perhaps it was the Pope Mobile flight plane. I hope it was. Hold on. You keep talking. I'm I, hope it was this I don't want right to spoil now. my story, though. because Yeah, it, I know. I I'd rather you. have him fly, be flying Pan Am than. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather have him fly an American uh, than, uh, you know, fly in the Pope, the Pope flight. But why is he marrying people on a flight? Oh, Pope, could you marry us? We've never, you've never married anybody on a flight before. Uh, sure. All right, I'll, I'll marry you. So anyway, you know, you know what though? It does prove that we are close to Armageddon 2018 because the Pope is flying coach on a regular airline. We've gone to, we've gone. To, I mean, you think we haven't gone to hell? The Pope doesn't even fly in his own plane. <laughs> Forget about it. It's over. It is. That is. Have a great weekend. We'll see you back here it's on Monday. It's not going to be a weekend. We already oh, know right. this. It's over. Oh, my gosh. That's right. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.